Welcome to Crit Apocalypse episode 148, I believe. It may be 47. Let me just quickly check the number that I have on my Google phone. It is absolutely 148. I had it right the first fucking time, didn't I? I should trust myself. Remember, Ant, this is a lesson in believing in yourself. How are you doing this week? You're very tired. Mm. Yeah, you're not happy. Not happy, Bunny. You don't want to be recording a podcast right now. You'd rather be sitting there, sleeping, having a good old snooze, thinking about dreamy, dreamy, dreamy times. You having any dreams when you were uh, when you were lying there? Let's snuck in. All sorts of dreams. What, what were you dreaming about? Well, that's none of your business. Were you dreaming about being the first to review something this week? No. Because that's reality. Are you ready to review a thing? No. Oh, okay. Well, I'll talk about some crap then for a little while. Oh. And I tried to get a PS5 and I tried to get an Xbox Series 1. What happened? Oh, Series X. What um, happened, Dan? I don't know. What did happen? What happened was that I couldn't get one because they're fucking sold out everywhere. Yeah. Yep. What a what a yeah. shit show. Uh, but on the plus side, I realised that I can play almost all of the release games on P- on PlayStation uh, from PlayStation Five on PS4 or on PC. So it doesn't really matter. I mean, the ones I was most excited about anyway, which I'll get to reviewing later. Um, and I've also managed to snag a copy of Control Ultimate Edition for sixteen pounds, which was on the P- PlayStation Store today. So I bought that. Because I played Control on the Switch, the Swatch. I did the cloud version. It ran okay. We've got pretty good internet here. So I guess if I didn't have good internet, it'd probably be a fucking shit show. So I was like, I'm not going to buy on the Switch or the Swatch or whatever you call that console. I'm going to buy on the PS4. Someone on the PS4 comes with a free upgrade, doesn't it, to a PS5. Um, and I also bought Watch Dogs Legion in Black Friday sale. It was £30. So I got that to play. Comes with a free upgrade to the PS5 version. It's on the PS4. I haven't played it yet. Yeah? 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 Um, well, how fucking irritating. <laughs> I was like, if I can get either of them, I'll be happy. Because the PS5, I'd mostly be happy with the PS5 because I can finally play, like, I can, I can finally, like, get some really nice, pre-ordered like... pre-ordered it. Pardon? Should have pre-ordered it. I tried, but the pre-orders ran out fairly quickly as well. Mm-hmm. And also, a lot of them have been cancelled. And also, a lot of people that ordered PS5s from Amazon have been getting other items because people have been lying. stealing them. They're not lying. They're lying. They're not lying. I mean, one of the pictures I saw, the item he said was in the box was clearly bigger than the box. Oh, there was that. I've only seen like three or four, and all the ones I've seen, they open the box. They've got the order numbers on the box and mm. stuff, and they open them, and they're just like rice cookers and shit. I'm sure they didn't open the other side of the box beforehand. And Oh, maybe they did. Maybe they yeah. did. Didn't figure that out. You they're faking it. Well, to be fair, we've had nothing but fucking nightmares with the Amazon delivery drivers in our area. You have. Well, no, you had one the other day. Even you fallen foul of the Amazon delivery drivers. What was it that was handed to a resident? No, they left it outside and one of the neighbours took it. They dumped it our front door and put it was handed to a resident, mm. which is really fucked up. You should be angry about it. I'm angry about it because it keeps fucking I happening to me. I got it. Yeah, but I don't get the items. I go missing with my fucking shit. Um, but anyway, that's besides the point. And I can't get a PS5. I don't really want one. I just want to play Demon Souls on the PS5. So if anyone wants to lend me a PS5 to play Demon Souls free, otherwise I'm going to con- just continue playing through Dark Souls again and again and again. I might, um, I might play through Dark Souls free again because I've only ever done that once. Um, the other two I've completed several times. Oh, Bloodborne game. Actually, I might play Bloodborne again. I've only done that once or twice. Um, but I've, I've only completed Sekiro once. So maybe I'll give Sekiro another try as well. Uh, but that's such a point, Anne. It's your review first this week. We review stuff and fangs. You're going to review stuff and a fang. <coughs> you review, Anne. Don't burp on the I'm going to try not to. You review, Anne. 
You got more drink. I've got some lemonade. Oh, lemonade, it's okay. Lemonade is famously not fizzy. Yeah. You review, Ant. First review this week. What are you going to review? Keep it snappy and happy. Alright, what's your review? It's going to make noises all over the friggin' place. Well, it is if you don't talk over it. For fuck's sake. Right. Um, I suppose I should talk about Mothra. Yeah, why not? Mothra's out. The original, 1961, Mothra film. Eureka has released it. After I spent ages thinking, when was the last time Eureka released something? Wasn't she married been... to Sven-Goran Eriksson? No. Eureka Entertainment, <laughs> like, they kind of... I felt like they went quiet for a while. Or maybe I just ignored them. Maybe. So I used to buy their DVDs and Blu-rays quite often, because they released some good stuff. They did um, the Double Indemnity, I've got. And the third man, some classics. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I had to buy Mofra. I found out it was released on Monday, so I bought it straight away. Because we don't get tokusatsu in the UK. It's very rare. But this past year, we've had that Showa Godzilla box set from Criterion. Mm-hmm. We've had the Gamera box set, which has now been split in half and is being sold as two separate box sets for different eras. Yeah. Yeah. Arrow in, Films in did that. Else. And we've got Mofra. Yeah. yeah, everyone else gets everything. Like, you get Americans complaining they don't get any good... Tokusatsu over there. They've got all the Godzillas and they've got friggin' Ultraman. The series, all the seasons of Ultraman are being released over there on Blu-ray. Also, didn't they get their own version of Godzilla, which was questionably worse, but they still got it. Well, we get that one as well. That's but I mean the actual the actual Japanese stuff. Mm. We don't get any of it, which isn't fair. You tell them, man. But like that Mothra, that's the first time that's been released on DVD or Blu-ray over here. Got released on Divd. I never got a DVD released before. Oh. Yeah. Those films, I don't think Mothra's ever been released in the UK. Maybe on VHS at some <laughs> point. Vers. Um But no, I had to get it. It's really nice. It's mm. a nice restoration. It's got the American version, which is all dubbed over and about twenty minutes shorter or ten minutes shorter. Um I don't watch that, I just watch the Japanese one. What's the Mothra theme tune? It's the theme tune from Mothra. Yeah, I, I can never yeah. remember the theme Yeah, it's called theme from Mothra. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but this is the original one where the Sojibin so, so are uh, played by Sobijin, the um, Tiny Beauties. Is oh, the, the little, the, yeah. the weird, weird girls. They're played by the pop duo Peanuts, who play <coughs> um, the show Bijin again in uh, Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster, I think. Oh, okay. Um, but this one, the plot is entirely King Kong. Um, there's an island they find out about. It's, you know... Infant Island, where they test nuclear weapons in the yeah. 1940s and 50s. Um, some guys, the ship runs ashore on Infant Island, and the, they rescue the guys who were there, and they say that, oh, we're not radioactive, they should be radioactive, they should be ill and stuff, but they're mm. not, because the locals gave them some sort of juice and helped them, and they're like, locals? What? So an expedition sets out to visit the island, and there's some other country that's funding it called Rosilica. And there's a guy from Rosilica called Nelson who's taking control of the whole thing. And no one likes him. And he's some Japanese... He apparently he's a Japanese-American actor and he can't speak great Japanese. But um, he sounded right to me on there. But maybe Japanese people can pick up a word, you know, more. I mean, there's an American guy in it who's trying to speak Japanese in some scenes. And he's quite clearly just remembered it phonetically. And he's he's trying his best. Hi, my name's Roy. And I'm here to check on the Mafra. He's speaking Japanese. Oh. But, um, yeah, they go to the island, they find the little midget girls. Yep. They're not midgets, actually, they're just tiny. 
because you know they're just they're only like eight years old. No, they're hundreds of years old. And Nelson, oh, this isn't going to be like a weird lolly thing. Is kidnaps it? them, and he takes them back to Japan and starts putting them in shows. So it is a lolly thing, and yeah, it's big old musicals. But okay. um, they're quite like, even though they've been kidnapped and stuff, they're still like, oh, well, we might as well put on a show. So they yeah, do the song and dance numbers. Um, the only thing is, is that when they've been kidnapped and Mothra hears their song, Mothra will hatch from his egg in his larval state, mm-hmm. and he'll go to Japan to rescue them. Um, you say rescue. And he doesn't, well, Mothra doesn't have any concept of good or evil. Mothra just, it works on instinct. And he just needs to rescue, or she just needs to rescue the tiny beauties. Okay. And so Japan's in great danger because Mothra will just trash everything well, yeah. on the way. So, yeah, there's, they they have to worry about that, I guess. And, you know, that's what happens. It's, it's the Godzilla setup, except instead of kidnapping, not Godzilla, King Kong setup. But instead of kidnapping King Kong, it's like if the guy kidnapped um, the actress and then King Kong was like, right, I'm getting her back. Naomi Watts. Yeah. Which I think would make a pretty good King Kong, really. Yeah, Naomi Watts um, kidnapped. Someone kidnaps Naomi Watts and then giant Andy Serkis Oh, stop you being her. in... What, was, what am I thinking of? What's the... What's the what? Huh? The Impossible. I'll stop you being in The Impossible, Naomi Watts. It's too late now. Well, I know, but, you know... King Kong happened. That was what was 2006. King Kong was 2003. Was it 2005? Was it? Yeah, it's a long time ago. Wow! If we were playing The Price Is Right, I would have been a year. You would have been two years initially. Do you remember the um the The game game came out? The game was great. People forget how good the game was. Remember who directed the game? Who? Abusive person Michel Ansel. Who? You know the guy did Beyond Good and Evil and all that, and he's left Ubisoft or some shit now because everyone found out he was abusive. Who? No, I don't know. you don't know your things. Ah, but anyway, Mothra, it's really nice. 1961 film, the special effects are really, really good. I like the, some, um, I like the saturation of the colours, it really pops. It really looks great, doesn't it's it? It's like a 1960s film, filmed on silver, friggin' side lie, whatever it is, um, film. Mm. But um, there's some nice ones where like people are running down the street on one side of the road and there's tanks going down the other, but the tanks are miniatures and it's like a, you know, a nice split screen thing where half the screen's a miniature effect. Oh right. So they use um, like they used like those big LED screens from like the Mandalorian. Yeah, that's what and they the, did in nineteen sixty one, yeah. 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 Because then it you know, it doesn't look as good as it does now. But back then the LEDs were a bit thicker. They're like two inches thick instead of an inch thick. But they are now. Yeah, yeah, they did. Yeah, so the room had to be a little bit wider. But yeah. Yeah, so exactly still, they still they persevered. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I know how special effects work. But there's some nice stuff in there. I like there's one where the dam's cracking and they got the real they got the real dam that they filmed. And they smashed it. Which I'm pretty sure is the same one that appears in Carmen Rider and Super Sentai all the time. Um and there's like it starts to crack and they animate the cracks on the film. Oh and right. They draw it on, go Yeah. And then it switches to the miniature where the cracks match what they drew and poof, it starts bursting. You know, that's how they did um our switch. What? <laughs> Oh, sorry. You should stop saying words ever. Yeah, really In general. Shit. In general. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. Anyway, oh. This Eureka release is good. It's got a little interview with Kim Newman on there. He, oh, he knows Kim, his stuff with Kimmy. monsters and stuff. He looks a bit like a pervert. No, he's fine. He's a nice chap. I'm sure he's a really nice guy. He just he has the long hair 
that's receding in rows. Says you. He's got the thick glasses. My hair's not receding. I don't know. It's all over the bath after you've used it. Oh, yeah, it. but that's because it's so thick. Yeah, that's it's falling out. Problem I have yeah. all the time. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm losing my hair. It's just thick. I got a lot of hair. Mm. Also, a lot of that's pubes. Mm. Uh, but Kim Newman, yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Um, did you ever do the Empire quiz, the film quiz in London? Well. They used to have a film quiz. like It's like meant to be the hardest film quiz in the UK. They used to do it every year in London. No? Okay. Why would I guess that? Because if you read Empire every month, they had invites for it when they were doing... Yeah, I, didn't, I, can't, I haven't read Empire for like 20 years. Why would I read Empire? I've still got a copy when um, from when The Matrix was released. Oh. Um, I don't know where it is, but I have it. <laughs> oh. Empire Magazine, wow. Yeah. I, re- I used to read Empire every month. Back in the day. Hmm. All cool kids read Total Phil. No, they fucking didn't. (sighs) Yeah, they did. What was the other one? What was the other other really shit film magazine? I don't know. I used to read Starburst every now and again. What the fuck is Starburst? It's a sci-fi one. It's what the cool kids read. No, that is the opposite of the people that read Starburst. (laughs) No, the cool kids read Star. Have you seen that? Have you seen that? Beano's getting an adult. That's out already. Is it really? It's the issue is out now. I'm gonna have to get a copy and read that low level satire of our government. Mm. But yeah, so Moffrey, do you recommend it? Yeah, it's really nice. How much was it? Uh, like twenty three quid. That's not too. It's bad. cheaper from Amazon than it is off Eureka's website. Well, yeah, because it's Amazon. They don't give a shit about people. Mm. Um, eight eight films have some good. Good uh, stuff like that. I think they've got the... What was the Korean one where the guy was kidnapped to make it? They had their Korean version of... North- Paul Gasari. Yeah, there you go. I don't think that's been released anyway. 88 Films. 88 Films did it. Do they? Maybe. Probably not, because I doubt anyone's licensed that. Well, maybe. They did my. They did the release of Dolman I've gotten. That's pretty, pretty good, that restoration. It's Dolman. a man with the powers of a doll. No, it's a man that's the size of a doll. Oh, played by Tim... Timerson, who was also... That's a made-up name. No, he was also... Do you remember the film... Oh, God. You know Canon Films? No, it wasn't. It was High Noon Pictures. And they had... They had their version of Scanners, but it was called something else. What was it called? Tra- Tracers? Trancers? Maybe. So they had Trancers, and he was the main... Tim Timerson was the main good That's guy in Trancers. Not a real name. And now he's in Dolman. So here's a really interesting. Like, so Dolman is connected to the demonic toys universe, oh. and to um, to the demonic what's... toys universe. Yeah, the demonic toys universe, which is also linked, oddly enough, to um, to the puppet master. Yeah, yeah. from uh, from High Noon as well. Um, but and Ginger Dead Man, Ginger Dead Man is linked tangentially to that. Um, but Dolman, played by Tim Timerson. He um he ends up with what was the name Bad Waves I think is the film where the, a woman gets shrunk down to a tiny size by aliens who are using a radio show to send out a signal that's hypnotizing people and only the DJs like a schlock DJ can fight back against them and the woman ends up staying the same size she's in Demonic Toys and meets Dollman and uh, at that point a sixty year old man romances a uh, twenty seven. Year old model, sorry. I'm Can making all kinds of noises. making uh, stupid noises, you're disgusting. Well, I'm talking about high noon pictures, I can't help it. Yeah, so if, if you're wondering. Wondering what, what doll man is. <laughs> Jackie O'Haley's in it. Jackie O'Haley. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, no one cares about And also, um, Helen Hunt is the love interest in Transfers. Oh. I think it was her first film. Oh. It's good she got away from that series. I think she's in the sequel, actually. Oh. Yeah. Yep, so that's Trances for you. It's a bit like Blade Runner meets uh, some other terrible, terrible movie. Yeah. Is that your review of Mothra done? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> who's your favourite monster? What? Who's your favourite monster? I like, like all the, the monsters. Tacos? They're lovely. No, but like, who's your favourite? They're all lovely monsters. Fuck off. Who's your favourite? Um, uh, I can't pick a favourite. Yes, you can, or else I'm going to say it's Baby Godzilla or whatever. Son of oh, Godzilla. Son of Godzilla's fine. He's shit. He is the worst fucking Toho creation. Ultraman? Ultraman is not a uh, Min Godzilla. He's not a monster. Okay. Um, Jet Jaguar? Jet Jaguar's not a monster. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Yeah, he is. Jet Jaguar's a robot. With a fucking saw in his heart. No, he hasn't. Who's the one with a saw in his heart? Road. What? Who's the one who's got like a circular saw in their chest? That's Gigan. Gigan. Jeez. Jet Jaguar's just a bloke, isn't he? Yeah, Jack was a robot. He's just a bloke, though, isn't he? No, he's a robot, and he he's gets made He's man-shaped, big. though, isn't he? Yeah. Well. Okay. My favourite is Mechagodzilla. Because how do you improve on Godzilla? Robot. No. Oh. Yeah. Are you going to talk towards the microphone? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Sorry. Hello. Hello. Is yeah. it my review now? Yeah, sure. Do Fine. I need to review something? Well, you can keep, we can you keep talking about Mothra no, if you like. No, you review something. Okay. Yeah. Um... My first review is going to be Bug Snacks. The PS5 launch game that was made out to be like some big exclusive. Like everybody was like, you play Bug Snacks. You get a PS5, you've got to play Bug Snacks. Everyone's talking about Bug Snacks. Everybody's talking about Bug Snacks. And I was like, I got to get me some of these Bug Snacks. So I had a look, and it turns out it's an Epic Game Store game as well. So you don't really need to even buy a fucking PS5. And also, this is, this is, I don't have the most powerful PC. I built it, I've told this story before, I bought, built it for like £250 initially. It's a shit story. Burn out a graphics card, bought a new graphics card, which put the cost up to £400 after I returned the other one and all the other shit I went through. Um, so a £400 PC, like that I made a year ago to play Half-Life Alex. And I put Bug Snacks in, and I'm playing Bug Snacks at 60 k, 60 60 hertz or 60 fps, whatever people want to fucking call it now, with um, in 4k on my crappy Builder Bear PC. And I'll tell you what, Bug Snacks is dog shit. No, Bug Snacks. <laughs> no, Bug cool. Snacks is fine. It's just so boring. Just bad at it. No, it's not. You can't be bad or good at it. I don't think there's any way to fail the game. Paying attention to it. So, do you know what the story of Bug Snacks it's, is? There's um, it's kind of bugs and it's kind of snacks. No, no, they and are they are it, one and the same. There is no yeah, separation. Yeah, kind of bugs those. and the kind of snacks. No, there is. You're saying they're not. They're not kind of bugs. They're and kind of bugs. They are bugs snack. that are snacks. Catch a creature in a trap. Take a look and you'll believe when you see a sandwich run up a tree. Everyone's talking about bug snacks. So anyway, so the story of bug snacks is you're a journalist and you've been sent to an island to go and find out. There's an expedition, thirteen strong, sent to an island. We can't be long. What are you singing? The theme tune to bug snacks. No, it's not. 
Yes, it is. No, I've not. listened to the theme tune to Bugsnax many times by Cara Carabedito. Why have you listened to it multiple times? Because it's a song of the year. But you haven't played the game. I don't care. I just want to listen to the theme tune. <laughs> it's Cara Carabedito. All right, okay. So anyway, so yeah, you're a journalist sent to go and find out what's happened to the leader of a village. You get there and she has disappeared. So you are tasked by the mayor to help people around to find information as to where she's gone. Nice and simple. Um, and you find along the way that there are multiple versions of these species that live on this, this place that are called bug snacks. And the villagers around will task you with catching bug snacks to help them with their day to day stuff. Okay. Got yeah. it? Got it so far? Pretty soon you'll see that you are what you eat. Yes. And that is the thing that gets to me is that I think this might be a hidden horror game. I don't think this is a fun friendly game because it freaks me out the concept of it. You should probably play through it. Why? That's mm, saying. So anyway, the people in it, when they eat the bug snacks, a certain part of their body becomes. We get content ID'd somewhere. I'm going to prove to you that they're kind of bugs and kind of snacks. They're not kind of bugs. They are. They are bugs that are snacks. They aren't kind of bugs or kind of snacks. They are bugs that are snacks. They are... It is a definitive statement. It is not... It's bug snacks. So, yeah, so it's it's not very good. It reminds me... It reminds me a lot of a very... A very low-budget, less thought-out version of um, Viva Piñata. You're a less thought-out version of Viva Piñata. So, you know, like, how Viva Piñata on the Xbox 360 was kind of like a tech demo, essentially, because it had, like, a lot of the... A lot of the effects that were possible on the new consoles. So it had like a lot of different textures and movement in the in the characters and everything else. So it was just it was just essentially like a very colourful very it was like a fireworks show. It was like a very colourful thing that you could watch, it had a lot of stuff going on, and it was a lot of sharp textures and images. Did you play Viva Pinata? Yeah. It ran in seven twenty P. I think you were misremembering it. Why? I didn't play it that long ago. What are you remembering? I've got I've played Viva Pinata a lot. Yeah, yeah, and it's a very intricate life simulator. Yeah, yeah, it's not a tech demo or anything. Well, no, but it's built around the idea of showing off what a console can do. Everything in that game is like this is a new effect that we can now do. This is a new effect we can now do. This is like HD. Three years into the console's life, it came. It out. was. It wasn't three years. It was, it was. launched. No, it wasn't. It launched. was a launch title. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. There's launch titles for the Xbox. Perfect were Dark Zero. Cameo and Perfect Dark Zero. They did two. And then, and then Viva Piñata came out like a few months later. Much. much later. No. Mm, I've got no. it. I've got the one that comes in the funny box. Yeah, I've got that funny box one as well. Because it was like three quid in CEX because it was a launch title. Same as Lost Planet, motherfucker. Lost uh, Planet wasn't a launch title. Lost Planet was like a launch title. No, it wasn't. It was way later. Was it? Yeah, they even did a demo of it for E3 and it was like a year before the game came out. It was like 2006, wasn't it? God damn. It was like 2006 Lost Planet came out. Anyway, so that's besides the point. Bugsnax is fine, but it doesn't need the power of the PS5 to run, which is why I don't understand why it's a PS5 exclusive. It's very hard to vendor French fries that walk on scenes. <laughs> it's genuinely so simple a game and simplistic, and the textures and everything else. It's not like a, a majorly fucking difficult you game. You say to running run. on your tiny old computer. Yeah. You're not running it on a PS5, though, are you? No. Ah. Oh, right, sorry. So when I've set everything to high. Or Ultra, and then set it to the highest resolution possible. It's not running as well as the fucking PS5. Yeah. 
They can't even run Bloodborne any better. They can. No, it can't. It's still capped to 30 frames. Yeah, but that's what the game's capped to. Well, no, the game can be uncapped. The game you never ran at 30 un- frames on the you PS4. You can't have an uncapped... Fr- yeah, it does on PS4 Pro, it does. Never did. It still struggled. Yeah. Not from what I played. <sighs> She's got bad eyes. Maybe, but bug snacks, yeah. It's just not worth buying a console for. And it's not like... I think Sony Sony did the right thing by including that Astro's Playroom demo because that looks like it's a lot of fun and really interesting and sort of does the history of the PlayStation sort of thing. Whereas Bugsnax just... It's the kind of thing you play it for a few hours, you get a sense of it, and you either continue to complete it, which is another couple of hours, or you just go like, I'm just I'm not feeling this. And I just wasn't. like, I wasn't getting into it as much as I wanted to. I, I genuinely tried. I kept pushing myself to keep playing it. And there was never that moment where it was like, you know, like, gaming is a lot like going up a hill. Like, you'll always have those moments where you're sort of like, you're going, all right, well, eventually I'll get to the top and it's going to be easy peasy. Like, eventually I'll be going downhill, which is the easier part of this process, and I'm going to be having a great time. With Bugsnakes, it never happened. I was just pushing and pushing, and it just felt like the hill was never going to stop. I was never going to reach that that sort of that point where I was like, oh, I get it now. Whee! There's a big sushi centipede thing. Great. Yeah, it's really good. I like that one. And I like the one that's a, um, a hot dog worm. I like the hot dog worm. This <coughs> is a hot dog and it crawls along. It's, uh, yeah. And all the puppets in it. The puppets are fine, but they, um, like, it's not, it's not even interesting. Like, that's the problem. It's just, like, a very simplistic Pokemon puzzler. That's it. That's what it is. Mm. Yeah. But, um,. Ooh, been paying attention to the story. The yeah, I dark think, story. I think I find it hard to pay attention to a film that is essentially like to a to a game story when I'm essentially being told constantly that these clearly living, breathing creatures that have existences beyond what we give them are just being eaten, and we're not really yeah. addressing the fact that there is a consequence to eating them. Maybe there is, though, and you can just, you're not paying is it attention. Just, is it actually just vegan propaganda? Are they actually just getting super cancer all the people that are eating bug snacks? Maybe. You know, they're veg- if, they're, if they're strawberries, they're vegetables, they're fruits, aren't they? So they're fine to eat. No, because they're alive, Anne. The ethical implication of eating something... Plants are alive. Yeah, plants are alive. You're absolutely right. Plants are alive. Great one. But plants don't walk around. Like, plants are just... They they photosynthesis. They photosynthesize air and light. That is that is the production process for a plant. Whereas if a plant was to get up because it was in danger and move away from said danger and react to said danger, then it would cease to be a plant. plants that when they're being attacked, <coughs> when one's being attacked by a caterpillar and Ian, they send out pheromones that alert the other plants to seal up their bulbs and their leaves to curl them up to stop the caterpillar from being able to eat them. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's plants are alive. Yeah. Tell me when a carrot does that. Yeah. Carrots do that. Do they? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, when one's being boiled, the other one's... <laughs> Scream in agony. Yeah. Um, oh God. It's just, it's one of those games where I can't set... Like, they've made everything purposely look cute and friendly. They've made the catch mechanic come across a bit like Pokemon, where you're just like, you're sitting there like a little, little rich Ambry. Like, oh, look, there he goes. Got him. Got him. Um, and like... What and you're saying is you wish you were riding horses with like 13 other rich people and you had dogs chasing down... The strawberry on tearing bug. Them apart, yeah, yeah. I wish I was playing the Tory version of this society. Mm, yeah, um, no, more I... sporting version of hunting. 
I um level the playing field. That strawberry's terrifying. <laughs> I I wish that there was just maybe there was something else to it. Maybe there was some other. Maybe the areas didn't feel so closed. Maybe that's it. I don't. Like, I can't think of anything that would significantly change my opinion of this. I think that also, like, the other side of things is that I can't imagine that Sony really thought this would be a strong seller for their PS Plus on PS5. Did you consider that they're kind of bugs and they're kind of snacks? They're not kind of bugs and kind of snacks. They are bugs that are snacks. Yeah, kind of bugs. No, they aren't kind of anything. They are a thing. There's no... You realise it is is definitive. Like, they are bugs that are snacks. They aren't kind of either thing. They are both and the same. Kind of bug and kind of snack. No! Try to catch them in your trap. They're not kind of bugs. Feed somebody and you'll see we are whatever we eat. Uh, Find them hiding in the sand, tearing up a ketchup patch. Oh god, you know what? Come fuck, to snack fuck bug snacks. Bug snacks is an Adam Sandler now. It's bug snacks. It's an Adam Sandler now because I, I just because of that that moment. <laughs> An expedition, thirteen strong of right, purposes. Your review, your review, and seeking out and your review. Life on Snack to Island. They did find and your review. A tasty quest have filled the hole. You're disputing the song, and the song lyrics clearly say... Well, the song lyrics are fucking wrong. Kind of bug. Clearly, clearly, whoever wrote the song didn't fucking read the... Didn't actually play the game. Are you accusing um, Sarah Benito of, like... Is that name? Is Sarah Midori something? Are you accusing her of not playing Bug Snacks first? Yes. Before writing the song? Yes. For Bug Snacks? Yes. There's a picture of her there holding a bug snack. I don't give a fuck. Review something. I hate that game. She met a real one. I fucking hate you. Just go. Just whatever. Right. Uh, I played ages ago. Never reviewed it. Lonely Mountains Downhill. You know when you're playing a game and you're trying to get to the top of a mountain and then you get to the top of the mountain and then it's played so you go downhill on the other side. That's something you said. It's that stupid. Um... Lonely Mountains is about going down hills. Oh, is it? Yeah, you ride a bike down hills. Yeah. And it's kind of like, sort of somewhere between trials and not trials. <laughs> um, and, yeah, you're basically just trying to make your way down a hill. It's kind of like a clever series of, like, courses and jumps, and you've got some controls just to skid around corners and stuff and adjust your speed and everything and boost your speed up, and there's mixtures of time trial goals and exploration goals because the mountain's not one straight route there's all sorts of side routes you can take and some of the shortcuts are nice really simple ones that make you go oh I'm clever I hit a shortcut and some of them are like really dangerous alternate paths that you could take to get you somewhere like some of them might be a series of massive jumps over caverns that'll end up getting you down to the lower point of the cup of the mountain quicker and as you play it you, you expand Roots on the mountain, you get new paths on different mountains. Yeah. You know, and there's like hidden campsites you can find for rewards to chill out at. You sort of ride to the campsite and there's little ways you can customise your bike and your character. Although the characters are all like represented by very sort of simple, sort of look like PS1 era go around shaded polygon characters. Like no faces, they've just got the shape of a head. Yeah. Um, And it's a really nice game. I really like it. It's really relaxing. Like, there's no music, you just, like, you get the sounds of birds and trees and the wind rushing by as you go down the mountain. It's all done isometric view. 
Yeah. Um, I found the controls kind of awkward because, like, you can set controls to be relative to the direction of your bike. So left will always turn your bike left no matter which direction it's facing in. Mm. It'll turn the bike's left. Or you can make it so it's relative to the screen, which I found... I skip, I switched to the one so it's always to the left of which way the bike's facing, micro-machine style control. Um, but then when I reloaded the game and played it later, it seemed to have switched the controls back and I couldn't get it back to the, the original ones. No matter how many times I switched things around, it never felt right. And then eventually I flicked some other option and it suddenly was fine. It's really weird. Um, I also had it crash after starting one of the races. It just like I started a course and it just crashed straight away and <laughs> didn't load. But other than those two little problems... Um, it's really nice. It's chill, chill little game. That's like, you know, it'll occupy you for a while, and you can, you'll probably find a way getting down the hill nice and easy. You'll figure mm-hmm. out that out gradually, but then it's the things like where it wants you to get down the hill in like two minutes is the trickier challenge, and you can try and do that, and you can try and set time trial records and all this sort of thing, and mm. you can unlock certain things by doing certain shortcuts, and you know, there's like challenges for each mountain. Yeah. And hitting them will require you to be a master. Um, you'll have one where you have to get down the hill without resetting once, which is difficult because it is very easy to go crashing off. And you'll be tempted to like hit shortcuts to try and make the time and not, but you know you have to hit those shortcuts and not crash. Yeah. Um, but it's it's fun. You can get get quite a pace on that game. Hmm. There's loads of things where you can just literally, against your better judgment, just fling yourself off the edge of a corner and just skip massive sections of the mountain. But you have to try and hope you land in a safe spot. Um, but no, it's it's a fun thing. It's on Game Pass. It's a nice. Oh, and cool. Game. I might give it a go. Yeah, um, yeah, it's tricky, but it's fun. Oh, I like well, it. Nice. Um, I say it reminds me of Trials a bit because it's all about like hitting jumps just right. But it's not horrible like Trials has got because Trials has just turned into this massive Ubisoft yeah. like game where it's all like here's buy unlocks and stuff like that and buy boosters and all this sort of thing. And, I bought one of the Switch ones for like £2 when it was on sale, mm. which isn't too bad. It's like you don't have any of that stuff glaringly in your face, but I think that I got like an Ultimate Edition one. There's a PS4 one I played a while back. was just, I couldn't, couldn't bother with it. Yeah. Um, do you have to fart on the podcast? Well, you do it every week, so I no. figure I might as well take a turn. No. Uh, there we go. And burping. Comes out. Bad manners. Oh, then my stomach made a noise. Yeah, because you're shitting yourself. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe like no, anyway, Lonely Mountains. It's all right. It's nice. If you've mm. Game Pass, give it a go or buy it. You know, you could buy it. That's the thing you can do. Yeah. My advice is buy it or don't. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Have you got your review? You haven't even thought about what you're going to. No, no, I have. Year. I have. No. Really good. Do you even? So I played. Uh, I played the uh, the newest Dark Anthology uh, game, Little Oak. It's not called Little Oak. What's it called? Called Little Hope. Little Hope. There you go. That's the name of it. Um, God, it's crap. It's real disappointing. Is it? After the last one, where I was like, I was a bit like, applied for a job with the developers of this, but you know. Are you? No. I I I thought it wasn't super massive games, but they have a job going. Do they? Yeah. I might apply. Um, (laughs) Do they have a writing position? Because this was dog shit. So, um, after the last one, so, um, I played the last one and reviewed it for the podcast and the ending was all like, Do you remember the name of the last one? Uh, no, you don't. See, this is your brain. No, 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 I do, I do. The other one, Made of, Made of... No. 
It's Man of Medan. Man of Medan. Jesus. I was going to say Maid of Medan. Um, so after playing the last one, I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I see what they did. That was interesting. I wonder what the next one will be. And they show you a trailer. And you've got the spooky, scary monster. And you've got, you know, what looks like an interesting yarn. Um, it is not. It is not interesting. It is not a monster. It's not ghosts or any of the other ghoulies that you might like from this. And what their idea of complex storytelling and handling of mental illness fall very much in the 80s Gene Wilder comedy school of dealing with mental illness, where if you're crazy, you just shout a lot, then eventually your problems are solved by good feelings or happy things. It's not complex psychology or, you know, uh, medications or, or any of that psychiatry. It is just... Simply, if you're miserable, just try feeling good. Just yeah. try feeling happier. Feel feel better about yourself. Maybe get stalked by a monster. It's real shit, and I can't explain how frustrated I I was with the ending and with a lot of the mechanics of the game. You were screaming all the time. When I you was playing. not. I was mostly going, "Come the fuck on! What is the point in this? What am I doing? What's this? What's that?" And none of those questions were answered, which is fantastic. It's good good news. Um. Yeah, just just real shit. It's now forty. You won't get the answers yet. Well, There's six more things they plan to release. Well, there? well, you should get the answer for the for the story you're watching, because an anthology has multiple stories, and they should be full stories. Rather or are they? So the last one, some of the interesting things were that there was like a real threat to your existence, like it was the pirates, and 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 your interactions with them could lead to the demise of one of your characters. So it was like an actual visceral threat, <laughs> and then things like the ghosts and everything else. Although they were explained away by a biological agent, at least there was like a a cause and effect, and then and then you know a, a solution to that. In this, it is just literally like you're a crazy person. Everyone's in your mind, and then at the end, it's like, oh, it's okay. You dealt with everything. Now you don't talk to people that aren't there. Good job. Because Go they were home. ghosts. Well, they weren't ghosts. They're literally just in his head. Mm. All of it is in his head. There is literally nothing in this game that is actually happening. His house burned down, killed his family. He's now dealing with those feelings by being a bus driver. He drives to the place where his family died. He then has to struggle like with those feelings through the individual characters that personify his family. Then eventually he's like, ah, well, I guess they all died in real life. I'm a bus driver now. I haven't wasted it's the like last 20 Island. years. Pardon? Yeah, it is like Shutter Island. It's a lot yeah. like Shutter Island. Yeah, I saw the plot twist in Shutter Island right 20 minutes into the film. I hated Shutter like, Island. It's not Scorsese's best. It's not a good film at all. And mm. the special effects when the like burning thing's happening with his wife is so fucking terrible. Mm. A film with that budget, like it's just bad. Especially after they've had such... Shutter Island is one of those films that has... Shutter Island more like. It's, it's a film that has such a beautiful set and great actors. Mm. And they're doing their best with a plot that's been done a billion times... And all the people that I know that saw that in the cinema were like, oh, the ending was so brilliant. I've never seen anything like it. I was like, this is literally every other episode of Quantum Leap. Like, my wife died. Maybe I killed her. I didn't kill her as a man with a glove. Oh, I killed her. Fuck. Get me out of here, Ziggy. That's not Quantum Leap. Yeah, well. Uh, but yeah, like... Have you ever watched Quantum Leap? I did watch Quantum Leap. I'm a black woman? <laughs> that was every episode of Quantum Leap. It's Scott Bakula looking in a mirror being like, I'm in a dress! Oh no! He would never say stuff like that. What? I'm in a dress? What does, what's he, what does he say when he sees what he something? Oh, Ziggy. No. 
<laughs> so you never watched Quantum Leap. <laughs> I don't know. What did he say? Oh, boy? Yeah, he says, oh, boy. <laughs> there we go. Um, I always thought, oh, boy, Ziggy, for some reason. Anyway, uh, but yeah, it's really not worth Who's saying. Who's Ziggy? Ziggy's his AI compatriot. No, he's not. Ziggy is the name of the controller. Oh, is that the that controller? That Owl, Owl has. is the... Uh, See, I was close with AI. I was one letter yeah, off. Al's not a AI. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. He's a real person. Is he a real person? Yes. Then why can he follow him all around the place and find him but not get him home? holographically projected into his brain. Only Sam can hear him. Yeah, but Sam can... Sam see him, hear him. Yeah, but if Al's a real person... Yeah, in Al the future. Can, but Al can chart him around the different timelines They're using the thing on Sam's body in the future and they're sending the brainwaves through it. So he's linked quantum. But if he could track it... At all times, he can always be there. Why can't he not get the brainwaves back? Because that's the problem, is that Sam hasn't travelled in time, the brain has. Yeah, but... It's very complicated. It's not very complicated, it's very simple. If you can track something, you can pinpoint... They're not where tracking we'll... where he is in time. They don't find out where he's gone in time until Al travels through. And then he's like, ah, okay, right, here we are. But Al's talking to him in real time. Yeah, from the future. Yeah, so if they're in the future, they could chart where he went in the past and then pinpoint where he's going to be and hopefully reverse what's happened, right? No. Okay, so they had no idea fun. how to stop the process. They no. just started it. It never does. But they just started the process without yeah. any way of stopping it and it just went fucking hog wild through yeah. history. What if they sent someone back who was creating Hitlers throughout time? No, because they, they were expecting him to travel in time himself and only a minute. They weren't expecting him to travel across his entire lifetime with just his mental thoughts. His body was left behind. So his brain is just eviscerating people's brains on a daily basis. Hmm. It's just like appearing in someone's skull. Well, their their mind goes into Sam's body in the future. But he's sedated, so it's okay. So his mind is switching places with their brain in a hmm. way that means they directly link up. They don't have any memory of it. Because they'll be unconscious. They'll be going into an unconscious body. This doesn't make much sense, Ant, when we talk about this. Sense. <laughs> so, if someone has a slightly smaller or a slightly larger brain than Sam... That's not, your brain size doesn't make a difference to your conscience. So it's just his consciousness? Yeah. So his, it's not literally his brain. Oh, so they've created a machine that is able to separate a human consciousness from their physical form. Yeah. So they've created a soul... <laughs> No. They've created a soul displacement machine. Effectively. It was meant to send him in time, though. So what sort of testing did they do on this? Well, they tested it by trying to send Sam through time. (laughs) We're sending a rat this week, guys. Fuck it, no. Get Sam in there. Man, it was 1997. The future was crazy then. What was his job before this? He was a scientist. He 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 invented it. Oh, he invented it and went, let's fucking do this, then, lads. What was his original idea for... What was he going to do with it? Travel through time. That's but, like, who sanctions that? Who the says company it's that's okay? like, hey, we're going to travel through time. But, like... Because I've got a concept and they give him money. But who goes, yeah, let's do that? Some government secret government agency thing. It was a big company and a big, big building. But if a secret government agency exists with the full omnipotence of a future being... What? To travel back into... Because once you once the point has existed, if you're in the future, you can find out all details of what happened in that time. You're essentially a god. Well, not really, because he's not travelling to important people. He's travelling to random... Even so, if you got transported into someone who was like, 
well, I'm just a cleaner, and you just dropped the fucking broom and went yeah, and bought most a weeks, gun. All they got, they do their checks, and then most weeks, all Ziggy's got is, oh, this guy led an unremarkable life. You don't yeah. really know what he did. Until you got into his brain and decided you were going to take out fucking... We've got to find the reason why you're trapped Unless here. you got fucking trapped in here, and you took out fucking, I don't know, the president. You went and bought a sniper rifle, knew exactly where the president was, and you picked him off. And then every single episode is him just taking out the current leader. Like some time travel. There's one where he travelled into Lee Harvey Oswald, and he had to shoot JFK. Did he? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's an hour and a half long episode where he's... Jesus. So is that what Zapruder film is? (laughs) Back and to the left. That's insane. That's... Uh, I'm saying you watched Quantum Leap. I did you? watch Quantum Leap on a very, on a very. And you never level saw the Lee Harvey Oswald episode. No, I did not see the. I saw one where they were trapped in a plane that was going through the Bermuda Triangle. Mm. Do you remember that one? Possibly. I don't know what happened. I just mm. remember that he was in there. I was more of an Outer Limits fan, if I'm completely Loser. honest. Loser. Right, come on now, Limits was where it's at. Outer Limits was way better than. You only watched it because it had nudity in it. Did it? Yeah, Al Limits regularly had nudity. Because it was cable, so they could do that. Don't know about that. Mm. Um, that and Tales from the Crypt, I used to watch those two. Mm. I did not watch Quantum Leap as much as I assumed. Quantum Leap's not the same sort of show. Well, no. 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 But honestly, you've never seen Auto Man, so what can you say about stuff? You've never seen Auto Man. I've seen Auto Man. I've seen all of Manimal and Auto Man. Because there were only like eight or ten episodes above, and Bravo would play an episode a day. So in a month, you'd see the whole series twice. Anyway, and your review. Or was it my review still? I don't know, you were talking about... Oh, right, okay, yeah, so Little Hope, yeah, it's dog shit, don't buy it, wait for the next one, I guess. The next one has Ashley Tisdale in it, she's quite attractive, so yeah, I'd buy that one, I guess. If you find Ashley, T- Ashley, Ashley Tisdale attractive. If you don't... I mean, even if you do, I don't really know what the appeal is in seeing someone like that you find attractive in a horror film, but I guess that's also what I'm saying I'm buying it for in my own weird way, and now I'm in an existential crisis and wondering what exactly life's all about. Not buying Little Hope, I guess. Fuck that game. It's an Adam Sandler as well. Yeah, there we go. That feels good. All right, and your review. You're trying to be one of those shocking... No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I just, I went on a tangent of thought and I thought of Ashley Ashley Tisdale and I I feel bad that I, I somehow just, I don't know, I reduced her worth down to attractiveness. I mean, she is very attractive, but I'm not saying that that's the only thing she offers. I'm sure she's a very good actress as well. I'm not actually sure I've seen her in anything. Exactly. Except for High School Musical. You've seen her in your Google searches for, for her. No, I follow her on Twitter. Oh dear. Yeah. She doesn't like Trump, so I don't follow anyone who doesn't like Trump. It's Trump fucks kids. And your review. Yeah, you can see you for defamation soon, right? No, you can't. You can once he's out of. No, because he's he he has recorded himself saying he molested girls at a fucking pageant, a teen pageant. He admitted to it. In a recording. Ah. How is that not? Yeah, but the difference is he's very rich. Well, sort of. He can't make it go go away. Mm. And there are witnesses to him saying that. In, mm. in fact, Billy Bush is a witness to him saying that. So any liable case would be thrown out because there's already evidence that he did do it. Mm. And also there are like, what, 136 cases against him for sexual misconduct and sexual harassment. There's his fucking ex-wife. He raped her after he had hair plugs because he's such a fucking prick. Mm. You know, guy's a cunt. 
Need for excuse. Your review, Ant. I'm saying he was bigly disappointed in you. <laughs> I'm so bigly disappointed. Yeah, after you sent him all that money. I know, right? He said he was going to build a wall around my house. Through your mutual friend, Boris. Ugh, God, I fucking hate that cunt as well. Hmm. I can't believe he hasn't cheated on his wife yet. He isn't married. Oh, that's true. Because so... his divorce hasn't gone through yet. Oh, yeah. It's his fiance, and he's, he's, with, he's got a girlfriend. I wonder how his ex-wife that was dealing with cancer whilst he was fucking at someone else behind her back is doing. Creating child six or seven. Mm. You All done? Right. Yeah, you're done. Jesus, you and your rants. No direction. Right, I played Tetris Effect Connected. <laughs> it's really good. It's, um, Tetris Effect came out on PS4 like two years ago. Yes, it did. And it's on Xbox now. Woo! Um, and it's nice on Xbox One. It's like all, you know, super high def and HDR and all that sort of stuff. Which suits it, because it's very flashy... Like particle effect heavy neon blasty game, um, and it's it's one of them games from the guys who made stuff like um, Child of Eden. I can see that directly in front of me, so I I can remember that one. And Res and Lumines, um, you know, music. Oh right, yeah, lots of music based games, and it takes Tetris and it mixes in music and the speed the blocks fall going tight. You know, depending on the speed of the music and all this. And Did they do the what was the <clears throat> um, weird one with the bug on the rail? Fumper ribbon. No thumper. Fumper? No, they yeah. didn't make that, no. no okay. Don't be silly, that's some American game. Is it? Yeah, Jesus. Okay. But um, Tetris Effect is all like journeying through some mystical sort of dimensions as such. Like you pick a path and it's like, it's spread out like roots on a tree and uh, you play for a few levels at a time and each level's like got a different style of music that's all sort of ethereal yoga music and stuff or mm. like, you know, it's some dancey stuff or electronic and synth and all this sort of stuff. You know, very mechanical, industrial sounding music. And, you know, as you move the Tetris pieces, it makes the noises in times of the music. Um, you know, like Luminez does, but in Tetris. Um, and it's a pretty, like, crazy experience playing through it. You can, like, you play through four levels at a time, but you can play through the entire thing in one go and have it just play out like some long album. Um, and it's tricky. It can be quite tricky because the way the, the way the speed works on it is that it will ramp up to a speed if the music's fast. So you might be playing a stage where you're on level three because mm-hmm. it's nice and chill music, and then suddenly it'll be like level eleven, and it'll be going super fast, and you'll have to adjust That's instantly. The beat drops. <clears throat> and the music will adjust as you're playing it. So like, you know, you'll be playing one tune, and the intro will be slower, and then it will speed up for a little while, and then it might slow down again. And stuff. It's kind of cool. Um, and the last level's like this big old thing where you have to get ninety lines, and it's a longer piece of music, and it's like. It's much more of an epic thing. It's harder to keep alive on that one because the music is changing quite often. Um, you know, and they've added for the PS, for the Xbox version, they've added multiplayer. I think it's coming to PS4 next year or something, the multiplayer. Mm. Um, it's going to be an add on for it, but the multiplayer online stuff, there's some traditional style Tetris. There's one mode which is classic online. It's more classic than I was expecting. It is literally like a modern version of the NES game. You can't hard drop. There's no guide for where pieces go and you can't save a piece or anything like that. In I don't think you can even do T-spins on it. It's like properly old-fashioned Tetris. Yeah. Um, and it's got like Game Boy, well, NES sounding sound effects going on during it with a piece of music that sounds like NES music. Um, and there's like a free, this mode where free human players go up against a strong AI. And whenever I played that, I tried it a few times and it seemed like other players weren't quite getting how it worked. Like you had your individual fields to make lines and to build up energy to do attacks. And every now and again, the three fields would combine together into one giant one. 
And at that point, you're meant to make as many lines as possible to launch an all-out assault on the AI. Yeah. But I was getting opponents who were just like dawdling, not knowing where to put their pieces and all this sort of stuff. And I was like, just put your friggin' piece somewhere. I had one player get knocked out on the first game I played. So then it was just two against the AI. And it gave you stats at the end. And the other player like barely contributed anything towards the attacks we did. Like, because he was just dawdling and not knowing how to play the game, as far as I can tell. Yeah. Um, but there's other multiplayer modes, there's, you know, battle modes and ones where there's multiple players all competing together and all this sort of stuff. Um, they work quite well. But the single player is rare. Like, the main single player story thing is the thing to play through, and there's other single player stuff where it's all just different rule sets, classic modes, and all this sort of thing. Different types of rules that you get with Tetris. Um, not so many of the sort of ones that Nintendo tend to invent because Nintendo come up with some crazy ones and they get folded into the Tetris thing because the Tetris company have this whole thing where like usually any modes that exist in other Tetris games must be in the newer Tetris games not necessarily all of them but like any (coughs) modes that are created for Tetris can be used in future Tetris games Yeah, they have this whole thing with it where they want to create a unified product and how it feels and all this sort of stuff Mm. The randomization has to work a certain way, and all this. Yeah, because Tetris in itself is a brand rather than it yeah. being a Nintendo property. It's just no, a no, brand, yeah, it's so. not a Nintendo thing. Yeah, um, Nintendo just like license it every now and again. Yeah, but yeah, um, but no, I've been playing a bit of Tetris this year. It seems <laughs> Tetris mm. ninety nine, uh, that one that's on the Mega Drive Mini, which is not a good Tetris game. No, um, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's the one with the weird backgrounds, isn't it? The weird like digitized backgrounds. Yeah, but it's I've very been... clunky. Tetris, that one. I've but Tetris playing, Effect is properly, properly lovely. I enjoyed it. It's really good. It's an experience. And definitely suggest playing it in 4K and HDR and all that. Because <laughs> um, it is just like the particles flying around everywhere and like the pitch black background and the bright colours popping out when all the all the effects go off and stuff. Um, the frame rate sometimes takes a hit every now and again. Mm. It's a Tetris game that has slowdown. Um, it's a but, particle effect. Yeah. Nice, isn't it? But apparently the PS4 version does it quite a lot as well. But I only experienced it on especially the final stage of the main campaign thing. Yeah. Because um, that one's when it really gets sort of... It's doing its flashiest stuff. Yeah. Um, but no, highly recommend playing it. Just if you've got some headphones as well, I imagine it'd be pretty lovely playing through that because it's... The audio's definitely like skipping left and right through the audio on my TV. So it's like... Yeah. I imagine with the headphones on be a lot better but I ain't going to sit with headphones on it's too far away from the TV for a start and wait you're playing on the Xbox yeah just plug them into the controller you can do audio through the controller uh, it's, no, it's got a headphone port there not good enough <clears throat> I want a nice 7.5mm headphone jack no, one of those massive great big fuckers you mean 2.5 no the old classic massive headphone yeah it's jacks. called a 2.5 2.5 is the small ones no no it's not that's 2.5 jack You've got 3.5 as the small ones. I know it doesn't make much sense, but 2.5 is the big one, 3.5 is the small one. Trust me, it's one of those weird fucking things. 2.5 millimetres. Yeah, 2.5 mil is the width of the jack, 3.5 is the length of the jack. That's stupid. Yeah, I don't know why. You're lying. I'm not. Jack off. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of Tetris as well because I've been playing Puyo Puyo Tetris and I also started Tetris Effect on because they've added it to the Oculus Quest and that's trippy as fuck because <laughs> <clears throat> um, Tetris Effect is very similar. There's a lot of particle effects and... That's what I've been playing, Tetris Effect. Oh, right. I thought you said Tetris Connect. No, Tetris Effect Connected. 
oh, is the name of the right, game. Right, right. Yes. Okay. Jeez. Sorry. Sorry. Um, but yeah, I've been playing Tetris Effect on the on the Oculus Quest, and holy fuck, is that an experience? I imagine that if you were doing acid, that would be the greatest time you could ever possibly potentially you'd fail every level. Acid? Yeah. No, you'd be fine. You'd be a mess. You'd be fine. You'd be fine for a few minutes. If it turned, then you'd, you'd keep be finding every block really interesting, and then it would just you'd build up a big pile of blocks. No. You'd be going, that's really interesting. That's, no, that's really interesting. Have you... And you get all up close to it in VR. Yeah, you'd keep trying to get closer to it. <laughs> um, no, you'd be all right for a few minutes on acid. I think that if you're if you if you start having a bad trip, then it would affect it you. It does acid now, anyway. It's all about cat. No, it's not. You don't want to do cat. All the cool kids do. No, you want to go back to like nature. I I remember doing shrooms and playing video games. That was always good until you like what the movie shrooms. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was a terrible film. Um, but yeah, no, sounds good. Sounds good. I'm glad you're enjoying it because I made it. No, I didn't. I wish I fucking did. Could do with millions. Or thousands. I don't know how much people get paid for games. <coughs> yeah. What's your favourite Lego block? Like Tetris block? I'm coughing on my podcast. What's, going on What's your favourite Tetris block? What's like? What's your slam line dunk? piece. Everyone loves a line piece. Anyone who says not line piece is a liar. It's the most useful piece. Nah. I mean, I, I like, like a T-block, don't get me wrong. I'm, I spin T blocks for days. I'm an outlier. I fucking I love the little the little um, you know the little like lightning bolt zigzag zigzag yeah love. left or right either or either or give me either or they're so versatile and they're completely underutilized by most people. Mm. Yeah, a lot. Of they get utilized the same as every other piece because the randomization is designed that way, so you always get the same amount of pieces. I just don't think people are really trained to use them in the right way. You know what I mean? You know, because I I feel like you. Wouldn't play Tetris as well to say I'd play Tetris because you're bad at Tetris, whereas I am great at Tetris. Oh, are we doing this? Are we going to play Tetris? I don't have it with me. Okay. Why have you not got Tetris here? I've got to do a mean diary shit so I can play Tetris for a good well, twenty-five minutes. You have to hold it in. Well, I'm going to hold it in, but I mean, I could I could blast through some Tetris whilst blasting my shit out of my asshole. Get a high score in your game. What are you reviewing next? Oh. So that the people who uh, made it can listen to you talk about shitting. Oh. Like, blasting loads of shit. Oh, uh, Auntie Donna's big old house of fun. Do you think they'd want to hear you <laughs> yeah, talk about it? I think they'd enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> they'd enjoy me talking about playing Tetris or taking a big old nasty shit on the toilet. They're Australian. They love that stuff. They just don't want there to be spiders up the old fucking dunny. Um... So yeah, it I watched. Happen. It does, I know. And, and, snakes. and snakes, yeah. yeah, yeah. You get into the nutty and a dunny. A snake, yeah. come and get you. Um, yeah, so I watched Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, which is something that I think I heard a snake pop out the toilet when you were sitting <laughs> on it, and he went, "Oh, I bother." It's not much of a meal, mate. That's not the noise it's... it made to me. The noise it made to me was, <laughs> and there was like a really big rush of air coming out my arsehole. Um, so anyway. <laughs> I watched Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun, and it is, it's pretty fun. It's pretty good. Pretty, pretty good. Um, I've known that they had like a Netflix special in the works for like a little while because I listened to the Mr. Sunday Movies podcast and I watched their YouTube stuff. Um, and, uh, I was talking about it before. There are some, some skits they do that I think are fucking incredible. 
Uh, one of them was the Subway Sandwich one and the What Have You Forgotten, which I made you watch one time and you actually laughed at something, which means you're not entirely a robot. You're a cyborg. Um, uh, which means you can't be killed. Um, um, yeah, it's pretty great. Um, it's a loosely... Nar- it's, it's a comedy sketch thing with a loose narration that's obviously never really a stringent guideline to what they're going to do per episode. There are some... There's some really great ones. The first episode, oh, they uh, they decide they need a roommate because their uh, dishwasher played by Kirsten Stool starts complaining. Um, and they basically go like, oh, okay, so we're just going to get a new roommate. So they kick her out to the block and she's calling him a cunt and fucking arsehole and stuff like that. So they run interviews for people and it's just, it is like a retread of their old roll call sketch. So they just basically go for a bunch of silly applicants and they've got, they, they've got, uh, stuff like a puppet, a puppet with plant, a puppet with plant and a puppy, a plant and a puppy, and just a plant. And then the part, the puppy comes back and goes, Oh, I forgot my plant. And they're like, Oh, damn it. We like the plant <laughs> like that. It's just stupid shit like that. Um, there's a really good joke where someone is telling someone off for being nerdy and he goes, Stop being a, and then he holds his fingers to do a square, you know, and it draws the yeah. outline of a square and he goes, Cunt, <laughs> like that. And I was just like, mm. Well done. Well done. Um, what is the drawing a square of your fingers? It's just the little to... dots, you know, like the old. Yeah, he like goes, film? "Stop being what? such a," and he's like, "Gonna." It, what is that referencing? Square. The square. So yeah. this is where you the knowledge of film falls what, down. What? What is? What are you thinking? It's referencing. Yeah. Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Not like so. airplane or. No. No, nothing like that. The drawing a square and the little dotted lines coming out. Yeah. From Pulp Fiction. Oh, right. So it's not like it's not been done before then? No. Not everything Quentin Tarantino does has been done before. Yeah, it literally is. No, he does come up with original stuff. Uh, are you talking about westerns? Because I'm pretty sure there were westerns before Django Unchained. No, no, he invented westerns. Uh, but yeah, so there are some really good cameos in here as well. You've got Paul F. Tompkins plays a jukebox. There's a sketch in which they um, one of the one of the members of the house good goes use out. of his um, yeah. talents one of the members of the house goes out and he goes, he goes I bought us a jukebox and they've just got Paul F. Tompkins sitting in a chair and he's like put a quarter in him and he'll start playing a song and they give they try and put a quarter in his mouth and he just takes him puts it in his pocket and he's like doo boo doo boo doo boo and they're all dancing in the living room and one of them goes look can't you see this isn't a jukebox I'm going to go out and I'm going to get a real jukebox and he comes back with Paul F. Tompkins with like a fake nose glasses and moustache on and he goes this was $2,000 and this is clearly a real jukebox. <laughs> he does the same thing, just put a coin in his mouth. He just takes it and puts it in his pocket and you hear it jang against the other one. Um, and that's all in preparation to have the queen come over for dinner. And uh, and then uh, uh, like a young black actress, a comedy actress, I'm assuming, turns up. And I don't know who she is, but she's amazing because she turns up she goes, I'm the motherfucking queen of England. <laughs> this terrible accent. that <laughs> just starts fucking partying with them. It sounds spot on um, accent. It's fucking great. I really enjoyed it. Like there are there are a few bits where um, it gets a bit heavy in like, um, I think if you haven't seen the web series, you may not get the joke. And also there, Scott Ackerman turns up in it. And he just basically plays like Scott Ackerman is one of those weird people that after Comedy Bang Bang and after the success of that and then like the TV show disappearing, he just sort of turns up in stuff and just sort of plays Scott Ackerman. And in this, he plays a policeman in an episode and he's just like, he's like, hey guys, you can't play ball here because this isn't regulated for ball games. Can't you see the sign? He points to a sign that says no ball games, which is kind of like an English and Australian joke because we've got those all over the place. Um, and then he's just like the next thing it suddenly cuts to him like giggling and throwing the ball to each other and I was like 
I was like, that's a real specific reference to both Scott Ockerman and also No Balls, which is like a very Australian and UK thing. Um, but yeah, like all in all, I liked it a lot. Are I really all the Australians liked- in it. Pardon? Are all the Australians in it? Yeah, they've even got Homelander in it. Oh. Homelander's in a fucking great throwaway joke. He's in it for two minutes. Oh. It's basically one of them goes. Well, he's just a nobody. Well, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, but they've got him, he's just sitting down, and one of them comes and goes, Oh, who's that bloke sitting at our table? And the other guy goes, Oh, that's a stray bloke I found. He was just wandering around the neighborhood all lost. So I brought him back in, you know, I've done all the shots, got him, got him de-sexed and everything. The neighbor kids love him. <laughs> and he goes, check this out. He takes his keys out and he starts checking them. He goes, he goes, what are these? And he goes, they're your keys, mate. And he goes, yeah, they're my keys, they're my keys. Go get them. And he goes, and he goes, I've got your keys for you. <laughs> he's like, he's like, good boy. Who wants a bowl of kibble? And he goes, oh, I do, I do. And he goes up to go make him lunch. And he suddenly turns to the other guy and he goes, he goes, help me. I've been trapped here for two weeks. And he's holding his face. He's like, please, God, get me out of here. And the guy comes back and gives him his kibble. You see him in the background, like, he grimaces as he eats it. And then he's sort of like, he's like, <laughs> starts. And then he goes, oh, I don't, I, I don't mean to upset you, but your, uh, your stray guy, he, he attacked me. He attacked me, so, uh, you know, and he goes, he goes, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, I thought it was lovely. It must have just been, you know, it's one of those things that happens. You know, I'll, uh, I'll deal with it. I'll go talk to him. I'll go talk to him. And he goes over to go talk to him. And as he's talking to him, he goes, he goes, just come over him. And he like twists around with a syringe and stabs him in the neck. He's, as he's laying down, he's, he's just like, he's like, Oh God, you were one of the good ones. And he starts twitching. He just starts jabbing him in the neck more. And I was just like, watch it. Like, I'm like, that's Homelander. <laughs> that's probably one of the biggest stars of streaming right now. His face is everywhere. Stars of streaming. Well, yeah. Like, is that your show that you're going to produce? Yeah, yeah, stars in the stream. <laughs> But no, he's like, he's, he's fairly famous right now. And he's in it for like a two minute cutaway gag. And he's like, he's obviously really game about the whole thing. It's really funny. Uh, but yeah, like all in all, I really enjoyed it. I've watched it a couple of times just because, you know, there's not been much coming out recently. Um, I don't want to watch New Mutants again. Or Tenant. 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 Tenet? Hmm. Yes. Don't want to watch Tenet or New Mutants again. So, uh, yeah, I've ended up watching it a couple of times. I'm really enjoying it. If you like the infectious energy of their, of their sketches that they do online, then it's going to be right up your street. Like, and you'll see some of the jokes they've done online as well, but all in all, it's still really funny. There's a great Ellen joke. As opposed to doing the jokes online. Well, no, they're just a bigger budget, bigger scope. So yeah. they've taken the concept of the joke that they've done online. They've just like advanced on it. Um, there's a really great Ellen joke where it's like, uh, Zach, Look under your seat, what have you found? And it just steadily escalates and becomes like a spy friend who's like, Zach, I need you to go to the casino. I need you to play Black Fate with all the jewels you've just pulled out of your asshole after smuggling. And it's just like, it just escalates and escalates. And in the end, it's like, and you've won a brand new SUV. And it's like, oh my God, my dad's dead. And it's like, yes, but you've got an SUV. Like mm-hmm. It's just like, well done. Great, fine. Um, but yeah, I recommend it to anyone who's like a fan of, there's like, I'm trying to think. Fan of, fan of anything that's just like a weird comedy. There's not really anything much like this. It doesn't really fall into the like sitcom category and it doesn't really fall into like, uh, it's, it's like a mix between. Is it like Auntie Donna, the YouTube channel? Yeah, but like, oh, like I said, it's like got some narrative structure and it's like, they don't, they don't just tell the same jokes. They are like things in there. There's a couple of like, like I said, there are callbacks to the internet stuff, and then there's a whole new stuff, and it's it's all just wrapped into like a narrative. So it's obviously the most advanced thing that they've ended up doing for quite a while. Um, and yeah, yeah, I just recommend that anyone who enjoys comedy, I guess, 
Anyway, anyone who likes more modern comedy, like Comedy Bang Bang, would probably enjoy this. Um, but yeah, it's not quite like those. I warn you. Weird Al Yankovic. Yankovic, isn't it? Yeah, it's happened anything now. Yeah. He plays a Dracula. Oh. And at the end he gets beaten up by a woman dressed as the sun who starts kicking the shit out of everyone for no reason. The it's sun. Like, yeah, she just turns up painting completely yellow, like, oh look, the sun's rising, and she just jumps out of a bush and runs after everyone starts beating the shit out of people. And at one point we're you know, is like dragging her around the garden, like, oh god. Yeah. Pretty mm. good, pretty good. Uh yeah, I give it a Matthew McConaughey. It's not it's not like not all of it hits, but what does hit made me laugh a lot. I really enjoyed it. I fucking I can't get over that. Kissadania, modern comedy. Back in my days, we had it one feels a joke bit, it per feels, minute. It feels a little bit like The Young Ones, if The Young Ones was more unhinged. Because The Young Ones, although it was quite unhinged, you'd always sort really of... Really, you're saying The Young Ones wasn't unhinged enough for you? Did you even watch The Young Ones? Yeah. I'm trying to think of an episode, like, because they all had their weird little, like, tiny little, almost like sketches, where they had, like, tiny little bits. They even had stand-up comedy in some of their episodes, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they had music performances and puppets. Yeah, I was and... going to say, Motorhead played in one episode, yeah. didn't they? Yeah. God. I, I miss know. the young ones. I think I just miss... Um... Nigel Planer. What the fuck is that noise? I've been telling you, that noise has been going on for weeks. It's yeah. driving me nuts. Someone around here has got a thing that makes a noise. Yeah. yeah I think I just miss Rick Mail. Not... Who's the other one? Not AJ Edmondson. No, I don't care. Who's the other one? AJ Edmondson. Nigel Planer, Rick, Rick Mayle, Aid Edmondson, and there's the other guy that everyone always forgets. The one who played an American guy and everything after that. He was like tiny. Yeah. Chris something. Yeah, I don't know. He was the oldest as well, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, he was too old. Yeah. Because he was in Absolutely Fabulous a lot. Maybe. He was in Abfab and he was in Bottom. Kept coming Maybe. back to Bottom. Because Nigel didn't come back for Bottom. He, the, the short guy did, but he, who was the big chubby guy that kept coming back with him? They did the Christmas episode of Bottom where they ate the sprouts that yeah, were... Yeah. Yeah. That was Badger. Yeah, Badger. Yeah, don't know who played him, but yeah, he kept coming back into it's it. It's not Ricky Grover, it's the other fat guy. Yeah. Yeah. Billy from EastEnders. <laughs> Alright, your review, Ant. Is it? Yeah, it's your review. You might think it sounds impossible till you've seen a carrot crawl. Will you fuck off? Bug snacks, they are just. Just stop it. Stop it. But the song says it's talking about bugs. Just stop snacks. it. Just stop it. Stop trying to cover up their lies. It's bug snacks. Well, they're not kind of bugs and they're not kind of snacks. They are bugs. That the song are literally says. Well, the song's fucking wrong, mate. Kids today. Anyway. The song is fucking wrong. Do you know what is kind of bugs and kind of snacks? What's that? Bug snacks. Uh, Yakuza, like a dragon. How's that going? Uh, it's really, 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 really good. Yeah. Yeah. So the new Yakuza game, there's some weirdos out there like, I don't want to play it because it's turn-based combat and it's not proper Yakuza. Fuck you. Um, This is like the most Yakuza game a Yakuza game could possibly be. It is absolutely friggin' fantastic. It has the best start any Yakuza game has had. Like they always, quite a few of them struggle at the start. Um, especially free, which is just like boring as shit for the first few hours. Um, but some of the other ones have really good starts. So Yakuza 0 kicks off really well. Yakuza 6 does as well. But this one is just like the first three chapters are like, gripping, brilliant stuff. Um, and you're basically your new character. He's called Ichiban Kasuga. 
He is designed to be literally the opposite of Kiru. Like, like right down to stuff like he's extremely talkative. You know, Kiru was not. Kiru probably says like a handful of words over the course of a game. Like you could spend hours on those Yakuza games and he'll say maybe five sentences. And most of his sentences are just, hmm. Um, but Kasuga, friggin' Ichiban Kasuga talks a lot. Mm. Um, you know, he has a sort of similar background to like Kiru in that they're both orphans, but instead of being brought up by a Yakuza that like, um, Kiru had, he was brought up in a brothel, in a soap land, as they call them. It's like a bathhouse. Yeah. With, with hookers. But, um, yeah, and he's got all sorts of stuff. Like, even his clothes are inverted colour scheme to Kiryu's colour scheme. You know, he's got the... Instead of the burgundy shirt and the white jacket, he's got a burgundy jacket and a white shirt. Oh. Instead of being clean-shaven with a neat haircut, he's got big, messy hair and, like, a beard. You know, he's he's been designed entirely to be the opposite of Kiru. But the story is very similar. You end up going to prison... Um, it starts off in, like, 2001. You end up going to prison for a crime someone else committed in order to protect the Yakuza family. Um, Kiru does this in the original Yakuza game. He goes to cro- goes to prison for a murder someone else committed in order to protect his friend and to protect the family. Um, and then it skips forward 18 years. It's like it travels through the first few chapters is that whole period. And you go back to Kamurocho and you get two versions of Kamurocho early on. You get like the early 2000s version and the Millennium Towers being constructed and everything looks like it did in the first Yakuza game. Yeah. Um and then you when you after you've been out of prison, you've got like the modern version as it was in Yakuza six, um, with like the Chinatown district all like under construction because in Yakuza six you drove a truck into it and set fire to the whole <laughs> thing. Um and so it's set like two years after Yakuza six, I imagine, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yakuza six was two thousand seventeen, it came out in Japan, I think. Um and this one's set two thousand nineteen. But stuff's happened. You try to go back to your old boss and your boss is like shoot you. Um, and now he's running the Omi Alliance because, like, in the years between, while you've been in prison, all the other Yakuza games have happened, apart from Yakuza Zero that was set in the eighties. But like, the whole thing where the Tojo Clan eventually gets brought down and the Omi Alliance takes their place, who are the enemies and all this sort of stuff. Mm. So you're playing this guy who started off before Kiru fucked everything up for everyone and yeah. tore the entire system down, and you come out after it's been torn down and a new Yakuza family's in place. And you get shot and you get dumped in Yokohama. And that's where the bulk of the game takes place. And you form a party. And the whole RPG combat stuff is, like, perfect. Like, Ichiban's... His whole thing is that he wants to be a hero. And he, like... He joined the Yakuza so he could be a hero of the streets, as it were. Like, he sees someone be a true hero to him. Like, there's a whole backstory thing involved, but... He sees that as a this act as heroic, and he wants to live up to that, and he wants to be the hero. And he's he talks about how he's a big fan of Dragon Quest, and how whenever he goes into fights, he sees it like a hero in Dragon Quest. <laughs> so that's why the combat's turn based because the guy's oh, a nutter. Okay, um, and he is losing his marvels to a certain extent because he has he's been, been through in a lot for twenty years. Yeah. yeah, but there's like there's a moment when you get to chapter four where you find a baseball bat lodged in the ground, and no one can remove it except for you. Which is a bit of a... Is that the spiky baseball for, bat? Yeah. Yeah. Um, which I got better weapons straight away afterwards. And he... Is it a whole cutscene where he's like, yeah, it's kind of important to me. Can we upgrade it and stuff? And it's still not better than the weapons I found. So I'm not using it. Hmm. Um, I'm keeping it in my inventory though because I'm going to keep leveling it up and see what happens to it. Um, 
but there's stuff like when you go into the combat, the enemies sort of transform into like they're not like they're turning into monsters or anything, but it'll be like a drunk person on the street turns into this guy who's holding a trash can lid and wielding a bottle of beer yeah. as a weapon. Um or they'll have like a tea towel suddenly wrapped around their head, like Abyss Maru, the uh ninja thief guy. Um but yeah, just all sorts of stuff like that where you get wacky, crazy things happening when people transform. Your clothes transform in combat. Like, depending on what job you've got, there's a job system. And getting a job is a massive part of the game. You have to go to the job centre and you have to chat to the girl at the job centre and she'll yeah. tell you what you're qualified to do. And so you can change jobs based on your qualification. Some jobs require you to work other jobs first to unlock them. So you have to get qualified as a bodyguard or something to unlock a different job. Mm. Um, and some of them require you to have better bond levels with your teammates. So you can become a host because you're good at listening and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, I've set one of the girl, the girl in the team, because you have a healer in your team. He's a homeless man and he can um, breathe fire. He like <laughs> he drinks a load of alcohol and spits it out with a lighter and sets fire to people. Yeah. Or he can um, breathe his bad breath on people to lower their defense and attack. Um, he can also fall asleep to heal himself. He just drops to the floor on a cardboard mat and starts scratching his ass. Oh, nice. Um, but you can change his jobs and stuff as well. You can give him, give him a job as a chef. Hmm. He's your main healer, but he leaves the story for a little while. Okay. Um, so I turned the girl who was in the team into a hoster, and not a hostess, a, um, a J-pop like idol. Okay. And now she can sing to boost everyone's health up, and she fights with a microphone. I've got a microphone with a sunflower. So anyone can be a buff. You can, you can, well. So anyone can do buffs, basically. Yeah, you can, it depends yeah. what classes you pick them for. But yeah. the men and the women seem to have two different sets of classes where there's some crossover with like hosts mm. and stuff. Um, and barmaid and things like that can cross over. Your weapons are very unusual. Like the you, the girl character, she starts off as a host, I think. Mm. Or is it? She might be a barmaid. I can't want her to because she runs a bar. She runs yeah. a hostess club. Um, and her weapon's a handbag. And you can level up the handbag and get like camo print handbags and metal handbags and stuff to smack people with. Yeah. Um, but when you're like an idol, you're using a, a microphone. And if you, you know, when one of the guys, I've turned him into a bodyguard type character. So he's fighting with a shield. Um, if you buy the game, you get like extra costumes and the costumes are tied to the jobs. Yeah. So you can have your characters wearing like each, you know, um, Kiryu's costume in combat. Oh, cool. And he only wears it in combat. During cutscenes, they're dressed normally. And as soon as they go into combat, he goes and transforms into whatever class they are. Oh, so they do acknowledge it, but it's only post. Yeah, but there is a there's a knight's armour you can pick for Ichiban as well. I've seen that. So when you go into combat, he turns into a knight. Yeah, I have seen that. Like, yeah. The game's, the game's got some fancy elements to it. Um, and it is fully RPG-like. There's, like, safes to find and hidden, like, quests and the sub-stories play out like regular Yakuza stuff, but now they feel more like they belong in the game because it's an RPG. now? No, you still have the guys wandering around the streets oh, okay. like usual, but yeah. they'll they'll spot you and come chasing after you and everything. Yeah. Um, but um, sometimes they can be a bit heavy on that. Like getting down one street sometimes can be a bit of a pain because mm. the enemies will keep... You'll beat one set of enemies and another set will spawn at the end of the street and start walking down towards you. When it comes to the um, the enemies you fight, I know that other Yakuza games have had clans. So like different groups that you fight against. There was always war in clans in some of the earlier ones, but they all get... Brought under the Tojo banner in Yakuza 4. Oh, okay. I think it is. Because I've been playing Kiwami 1 and 2, and they're remakes of the first two. Yeah. So I've not experienced that. But I know that they're... Because I kept thinking that it was going to escalate to the point where you'd have other groups... The Tojo play. clan is the clan that runs the entire thing. But there's... In, in Kamurocho, Tojo clan runs the Yakuza of Kamurocho. Oh, okay. But there's different families within Kamurocho. Yeah. Um, but this one, it's like... It's the aftermath of Yakuza 6. Like, you've 
torn all sorts of stuff down. Yeah. I imagine we're going to end up going to because um, I haven't. I'm on chapter ten now, and I imagine there's some point soon we're going to have to go to Osaka and see where that's where Kiri and the other guys were at the end of the last one. Okay, because you're involving the Chinese mafia a lot in this story. And there's no way you can keep involving the Chinese Mafia and not tie in the ones from the other games. Because mm. they've been ran out of Camarocho because you set fire to their thing in Yakuza 6. Yeah. So as far as I'm aware, the only Chinese Mafia that's left should be in outside of Camarocho. The ones in Yokohama should be the ones in Osaka. So I figure you've got to go to Osaka at some point, which would be pretty neat. Um, there's no extra arcade games from Yakuza 6. The arcade games are the exact same ones. It's got Space Harrier, for, um, Super Hang On, Outrun... It's got Virtual Fighter 2, which wasn't in Yakuza 6, but it was in Judgment. Mm. Um, but it's quite neat having... When, you, when you're in the 2001 setting, you can play Virtual Fighter 2 and Virtual Fighter 5 there. And I'm trying to remember if Virtual Fighter 5 was out in 2001. It probably was, wasn't it? Because it came out on PS2. Yeah. Yeah. Where's Virtual Fighter 6? <laughs> was it Virtual Fighter 5 was on Dreamcast as well, wasn't it? Virtual Fighter 4 was on Dreamcast. Yeah. But um, I remember five was on PS2 because they and they did a upgraded version for Xbox One, didn't they? Xbox mm. 360. But where's where's Virtua Fighter City? and why is Virtua Tennis never in any of these games? Mm. Um, I need to play for the other ones though because Yakuza Three, I've got that. Mm. Um, they never did when that came out over here. They never put the games in it. But Taiko no Tetsujin was in Yakuza Three, I believe. So I want to go play that. I think it's kind of, yeah, Namco game in a Sega arcade, Sega game. Wait, which game is it? That's um, the weird Splatterhouse one, isn't it? No, Tycoon Exclusion is the drumming game. Oh, God, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh. Um, Puyo Puyo is in Yakuza 6, that's not in 7, which is a bit mm. of a shame. Because I like Puyo Puyo. You can play that. You can play the multiplayer on Virtua Fighter as well, you can go on the menu and choose it. <laughs> Just play Virtua Fighter for, for multiplayer matches on it. Um, but no, Yakuza 7 is fantastic. I'm like fully engrossed in the story. It... Like the walking around the town runs a bit smoother than Yakuza Six did, because that always yeah. had like the odd frame rate dips and stuff. Um, but that was an that early... was the new engine that they used on that one. Um, Kiwami Two has the same engine; it's like slightly upgraded from the previous one because the Yakuza Zero and the first Kiwami used the same game engine they used on PS3. Um, but no, it runs a bit smoother. And plus, if you've got a PlayStation Five, you can just pop it in there, and it'll run yes. silky smooth in that. Well, they've got. Loading times will benefit as well because loading times can be a bit lengthy on this. Such a bollock that so basically, Yakuza four, Yakuza seven, is not getting the the PS five patch until next year because there's an exclusivity. It's a different deal. version, apparently. Yeah, yeah, there's an exclusivity deal with the Xbox Series X. Yeah, six months. Six months. It's yeah, it's coming out on PS five in March. Yeah, it'll be the same. It, it apparently is the same game, but it's just super upscaled, so it has like four K and stuff. I've seen it's like. You can have frame rate mode or um, graphics mode, but frame rate mode, I think, is still locked 30. Oh, really? No, no, I think it's 60 60. frames per second, but the graphics are essentially the same as the PS4 version. But if you put it on graphics mode, it's like just higher resolution. It doesn't have ray tracing or anything like that. I think the Series S and the Series X, I think it's 1440p and 60 on S and 4K 60 on X. But then there's also enhanced mode, which is... 30 frames per second, but there's visual enhancements. So, uh, yeah. But, um, no, I mean, I'll just play the PS4 version because I want all the games on PS4. That's fair enough. I see. I, only I still want... need Kiwami and Kiwami 2 on PS4. Yeah. Um, I've the got only... a download of Kiwami, but I haven't got a physical copy. The only reason that I'm, I'm thinking about PS5 more than an Xbox Series X, and I shouldn't be thinking this way, but it's just because I do want 
the like I want to play Bloodborne and stuff like because they're going to patch Bloodborne. I know they're going to patch Bloodborne because it's one of the most popular games on the fucking PlayStation. Maybe. You have to ask Sony. And it'll be the best place to play that. It's the only place to play I think they should patch it to game. run worse. Just out of spite. I don't think Bloodborne's ever going to get a remaster that's going to appear on any other console. And that Demon Souls release is really calling to me. And when I think about it, if I'm playing... I guess this is going to feed into my last review, but if I'm playing a game on PlayStation, I tend to just play through that game. I don't ever turn the Xbox on in that time. I'll play the Switch still when I'm like... Because you feel like you're cheating on your PlayStation. No, 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 just because I focus on that one game. Whereas with the Xbox, because of Game Pass, I'll flip between stuff to try and find something I'm really getting into. Whereas with the PlayStation, if I've bought something for the PlayStation, I just play the PlayStation. Mm. I don't even turn the Xbox on. Um, it's different with the Switch because, yeah, like I said, if I'm getting on a train, I play the Switch for like 20 minutes while I'm waiting for a train, 10 minutes whilst I'm getting somewhere, and then on the way back as well, waiting, getting on a train. I'm going to steal your Switch from you when you're at a train station Don't do that. and um, teach you a lesson. Don't do that. <clears throat> Although someone did try and they were asking me what I was playing. I was just like, what? Playing nothing. Fuck off. Yeah. Well, it was a train mm. guard. Why the fuck is he talking to me? Get on your job. Can't. He wants to be your friend. He can't be my fucking friend. What does he think this what if he's is? He's listening to this. Friend face. Friendster. Friendster. With Friendster. Bebo. You can hit me up on Bebo. Mm. Um, but yeah, so uh, is that is that your review? Because I'm thinking of getting it as well. I'm guessing I'm going to have to get my own copy because you won't give yours up. No. You collect. I'm only them. playing that nonstop. I need to start the collection up though. Oh, that's the other thing as well. I, I'm really, I'm waiting until I get a PS5 to play Persona Five. I'm going to play for all of that. Because Shin Megami's coming out in March. They've done a remaster of Shin Megami 3. Yeah, yeah, it's coming out on Switch. Yeah, March. Mm-hmm. I've heard. Don't know if that's true. So I'm going to play Catherine through. And then I'm going to Tell you what they should do with Yakuza like a dragon. Yeah. They should point it really to Switch. Switch. But, but give it all the pixel art that appears in the game. Every now and again you see little, little pixel art itchy bands and stuff. Oh, yeah. Do like what they did with Dragon Quest um, so you can 11. So no, just just have the pixel art version because <laughs> I can't see that running on Switch. Um, not without turning it into a PS2 looking game. That's the thing. Whenever they force a game to run on Switch, it doesn't look good. Like <laughs> whenever they you get Doom and it's just like, hey, do you want to play Doom? But like, if your eyes have been poked, that's what it looks like to me. <laughs> mm. Anyway, yeah, your last review for your life. Yeah, once you finish a few, you die. Oh no! It's not like I don't want to die. Um, so, quick review then, I guess. <laughs> I've been playing Spider-Man Miles Morales on the PS4 Pro. Never heard of it. You never heard of it? No. Um, it's alright, you know. Marvel's. The fuck is a Spider-Man. Marvel's Miles Morales Spider-Man, I think is the full title. Um, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Is it Spider-Man Miles Morales? Marvel Spider-Man. Marvel Spider-Man Miles Morales. Mm. Um, Kilometers yeah. Morales. <laughs> so, um, as I was saying before, I was planning to buy a PS5 um, around release, but couldn't get hold of one. So I ended up buying this during an eBay sale thing. They had like a code where you get like 20, 20% off of something you buy. And some shop was selling Miles Morales for £48, so I ended up buying it, using that code and getting it for 30 39 quid, um, which is not bad. Not bad for a new release. Um, and it came the day after I ordered it. And uh, yeah, it's DLC. <laughs> Is essentially a DLC campaign for the original Spider-Man game. Um, there's no real way to sugarcoat that for current gen players. Like, there's nothing here that is 
worth spending 40 quid on. That sounds harsh. It is 40. Well, no, it's 60, isn't it? No, if you get the special edition with the first game included on PS5, it's 60. It's cheap on just Miles Morales, though. It's not. So just Miles Morales, I think, is 50 on PlayStation or PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5. No, it's cheaper. It's not. It's 50 quid on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 5. And then the special edition, I think, is 70. You got ripped off. Um, no, I don't know. I paid less than both of those numbers. Um, but yeah, like, it's, it's a really interesting little game, but it's not a full release game sort of thing. At no point does it feel like a full new release. Cause Spider-Man, Spider-Man felt like a big, it had a longer campaign. It had more to do. It had more going on. And then this is just, it's such a smaller contained story. And it all makes sense, and like it's fun to play, but this should have been like a twenty quid add-on to the original Spider-Man for for current gen at least. Like I understand if it's next gen, charge forty quid, but this really isn't the value prospect here. isn't isn't good. Um, but yeah, like all in all, I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it for what it was. I'm kind of annoyed that I had to spend so much to play it, and I think I addressed that online by saying that it shouldn't cost this much. Um, I'm not- I saw people trying to claim the PS5 graphics look worse than the PS4 one because they said Miles' skin is too shiny. And I'm like, you don't think that might be something to do with actually representing skin the way skin is? Your skin's shiny, you greasy little dick bat. Especially yeah. you. If you were complaining <laughs> about how shiny the graphics are in there, your your skin is shiny one as of the things, One of the things I will say that a lot of people are looks saying... way better. Well, a lot of people PS5 are saying... version does. The PS4 version to the PS5 version is like a drastic difference. If you go from yeah. the PS4 Pro to the PS5, the checkerboarding 4K isn't bad. So it tends to be it tends to be better on the PS5 when it comes to like details and the distance it can draw objects. So things look more populated. It's but got in general, tracing and stuff. That's only if you turn that on. If you want to run at 60 frames per second, I I wouldn't. I would take the frame rate in a game like Spider Man over something like the ray tracing. Oh, less frames. Oh, more I time to sample every image. No, I want more frames and I want it to just feel a lot more fluid. Because there were a couple... This is the other thing as well. There are a couple of bugs when I was playing on the PS4. And I have know that there has been... He's a Spider-Man. He's a spider. I know that there have been a lot of bugs on the PlayStation 5 version as well. So I don't think it's something there to do with... There wasn't in the original game. Yeah. Man. Freaking, I had to stop playing the DLC at one point because it kept fr- creeping and freaking out. Like There was times when the cutscenes, instead of loading, the camera would be in some random position. Oh, really? And you'd see like... The camera wouldn't move and the cutscenes play now and you can hear the voice. <laughs> and every time the camera changed position, the lighting changed to match the, what the, you know, what the cutscene yeah, would be yeah, showing. Yeah. You could see the lighting in the game world change because <laughs> the camera was like stuck in a girder looking into a building or some shit. Yeah, that sounds like, all right. And um, what's nice is that because I've brought a PS4 disc copy, it will, I can upgrade it for free to the PS5 version. Hmm. Only that That's one it. though. You can't upgrade the original. No, but I don't, I don't want to replay the original Spider. Yeah. I, I don't. Like, That's why I want to wait until I've got. You can you can transfer the safe. Yeah, but um, they're doing but, a safe. They've updated it today, actually. The thing about the thing about Spider Man, like the original one, the actual game itself, I don't think that anything beyond just sixty frames per second is going to increase it. I don't because this is the other thing as well. Spider Man's one of those games where you're moving so fast you don't really notice a lot of the stuff that's happening. You're just sort of zipping along, literally in some instances. You're just zipping along and like. I think 60 frames per second is the only thing I could really ask for more in that situation, which is why I'm excited about like the Bloodborne. Yeah, new and... face. Yeah, that's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know why that happened. He, you actually see it. You don't. Yeah. 
I don't know if they've changed it for Miles Morales on the PS4. Yeah, they have. His, yeah, because he looks face. a lot younger. He looks like they made him look more like Tom Holland. And as they said, it's um to do with fixing some motion capture problems for the facial capture, so it's more like the actor's face. Yeah. But it doesn't. It looks like you tried to make Tom Holland in the game, and it looks wrong. I don't like it when they change faces. They did it with Tomb Raider as well, didn't they? Do you remember with, um, the first of the Rise of the Tomb Raider? They changed her face when they brought it to PS4? Because it wasn't the original one on Xbox first, wasn't it? Yeah. And I think they changed her face... It was either when they brought it to PS4, but between the PS4 one and the sequel, they changed Lara Croft's face slightly, and it really bothered me. Mm. Um, why why stop changing their faces? I'll get used to a face. I find it strange, but, uh, you know, it's not a deal break. But yeah, Mars Morales, really enjoyable. I think that this... <coughs> it's good that it's a release game on Coffee the... Sorry. On my it's good that it's a release game on PS5, because it means it's going to be cheap. Going to COVID. Like, I think Spider-Man now, you can pick up the original Spider-Man, like the Game of the Year edition for like 30 quid. Mm, it's in the um, PlayStation Plus collection on PS5, I think. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So and you can play the PS4 version on PS5. There you go. If That'd you've got a PS5, you can claim those PS Plus collection games and then download them to your PS4. Can you? Yeah. You can't just pick them on the PS4, though, because the PS Plus collection, which is full of PS4 games, isn't available on PS4. Can you not just use the app? You can't use the app, no. You have to claim it on a PS5, because that's how it checks... You've got the PS Plus collection. That's bullshit. It validates it by going. Is oh, it only for PS5. like a couple of months as well? No, the PS Plus collection's going on. That'll be constantly added to. Oh, okay. I assume they'll add PS5 games to it eventually. Yeah. Like I, I wouldn't be surprised if eventually the way it works is anything that's added to the PS Plus monthly goes into it eventually. Yeah, because it seems to be a lot more first-party <clears> titles. But um, it's got some EA stuff in there and things like that. It's got some other yeah. bits. Okay. But um, it is just so dumb. It should it's, it should be for everyone. When you got Game Pass with two hundred frigging games on it now, yeah, it's got EA, was saying, EA players on Game Pass. Someone now. was saying <laughs> the other day, like someone was saying, "Oh, I'd rather have like a PlayStation because I don't get Game Pass, but like Game Pass is just like hundreds of mediocre games." And I was thinking to myself, "No, no, like Game no. Pass is like some really fucking." I strong do you find games. it funny? There's like. Um, there's like one of the early Madden 360 games. Yeah. Like it's got Madden 2016, and yeah. then it hasn't got 17 or 18, but it's got 19, 20, 21. Oh, they didn't. <laughs> wasn't 17, 18, wasn't it weird? They had it something else. No, they did a couple of Madden games then. The NBA one's got cancelled. Oh, okay, it's NBA. But it's got the UFC games on there, if you yeah. know. It's got Dead Space. Like, in all honesty, <clears throat> as a value prospect, Xbox just wins. Game Pass is great. Yeah, <laughs> Xbox just wins. Like, yeah. there's no real argument to it. And if you don't have a lot of money and you want to get the Series S, I can see the appeal in that machine. Yeah, I see people complaining about it. I commented on Digital Foundry video, like, that, you know, this would be perfect for kids. And most people don't have a, te- a 4K TV yeah. now. Like, and this goes, what do you mean? Everyone's got a 4K TV. My granddad's got a 4K TV. And I'm just like, not most people. Yeah. I know people who still have 720p TVs. Yeah. I know people who still have standard def TVs. I know people that game on <laughs> fucking monitors just yeah. because they're cheaper and they're better for gaming. Yeah. And but like, if you, have 4K TVs, if you man. get a 1440p monitor for like 200 quid, you can get a top of the line 4K, like 1440p And it sounds like monitor. the Series S runs better at 1080p than it does the 1440 yeah. it's supposed to hit, but... Yeah, but who cares about that? <laughs> Let's face it, the Xbox One X. To be honest, like, the difference between 1440p and 4K isn't so much that I'd even care about playing it in 4K. If you're playing at the right size relative to where you're sitting in a room, it mm. doesn't matter. Yeah, it's not like PC games. If I can hit 4K 60, I will. But, yeah. but a lot of the time, I've just knocked it down to 1440 and it's fine. I've, uh, my... <laughs> You'll get more performance out of it. So the Xbox... Can't tell the difference. The Xbox One and X, I was trying to work out how to put it into performance mode. Do you know Jedi Fallen Order is a bit of a weird game when it comes to performance? Like it has weird juddery moments where it's loading, loading stuff. Yeah, I, I left that on... 
whatever the setting was for frame rate or something when I played that. I just knocked my Xbox down to native resolution 1080p and it runs it like 60 and up. It's really decent. Um, and especially with that game, like it fixes everything in terms of loading and shit. Like finish that. that eventually. It's on EU, EU game pass. Really now. good game still. Really enjoying it. I think you can download the trial games they do on EA Play. You can download on Xbox One, but um, they not don't appear in the EA playlist. You have to actually go yeah. to the store. But you can play Squadrons. You can do ten hours of Squadrons. Oh if really? You want. Yeah. I might give that a go. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where. I'm really enjoying, I, well, I really enjoyed Spider-Man Miles Morales, but it was only seven hours and there was a lot of padding in that seven hours that didn't need to be there. Um, I think Miles is a more interesting character than Peter. People have said the same thing about your pants. Yeah. Um, I think, I think Miles is a more interesting character than Peter, just inherently because he is flawed, whereas Peter is just not flawed, but constantly miserable. <laughs> like, Peter has this weird thing where his life never gets better, whereas Miles, there are moments when he genuinely enjoys being Spider-Man and, like, is learning and makes mistakes and, you know, but he gets back up and he keeps going. And it's it's just kind of nice. I think that they're... I think the version of Spider-Man that they've got in the PS4 game, he's that perfect version of Spider-Man that's always going to sort of land on his feet and do better and better. All sorts of stuff goes wrong for him in those Yeah, games. well, he loses Aunt May and stuff like that, but he Spoilers. always... Spoilers! Oh, Sorry. For a two-year-old game, um, yeah. three-year-old game. I made a video about Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah. But everything sort of goes wrong with. And then for all the him. other YouTubers copied it. Really? Yeah, I was the first one out there with a video that was like the feel of Spider-Man. How how they made you feel like Spider-Man in that game. Oh. I got it out there like a week and a half after the game's release because I was. I'm sometimes I can work quick. Yeah, and then everyone, <laughs> everyone. <laughs> everyone started posting videos about how the game makes you feel like Spider-Man. Well, one of the little... Saying the same stuff and making the same comparisons to Arkham Asylum I made. One of the little things that I forgot about was the foot noise. Views. Yeah, it plays through the controller. <clears throat> oh. As you're as you're firing your web, it plays through the controller. I think I turned off that stuff. I, I like wish I knew effects. how to. I keep fi- I keep wanting to, but I keep I keep just forgetting as soon as I start the game I'm like I'm in the game now. Fuck mm. it. Although um in Yakuza it plays your ringtone for your phone through the controller oh, yeah. and the speaker's so shitty it sounds right. Yeah, 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 like the old Wii, you know when they used to have phone calls on the Wii controller, yeah. Um but yeah, no, um Spider-Man Miles Morales. I I think I think if you've got a PS4 and you really want to play this game and you're waiting for the <coughs> PS5 before you play it, don't worry too much. The most you're the most you're going to notice is there's a couple more loading times, and that's it. I think that once you've got a PS5, it'll be nice to have a PS5 and for it to look a bit better. But it's going to be completely playable on a PS4 or a PS4 Pro, and I had no problems completing it. I enjoyed it, but like I said. I think I'm a little bit pissed off that I had to spend so much to play what is essentially DLC because it really is just DLC. It could have it. I don't think it even runs as long because the the Black Cat DLC runs for like seven, ten hours, doesn't it? That's three separate things. Though. Is it? Yeah. Each one took about two hours to do. Yeah, so that's about the same length as this. Yeah, probably. But yeah. it was three separate DLCs, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah, that's about the same length as this. And there are multiple villains in that. Whereas I think in this, there's only three. There's not that many villains in that. Well, you've got two. You've got um. You've got um. It's Tombstone and one other guy. Tombstone, Black Cat, and well, Black Cat's like you're you're hanging out with her. and She's messing with you. The yeah, whole I time. know, but like still a villain. That you don't even have like a main villain in the first part. I don't think. I think Tombstone's only in the second part. Yeah, and then the third part is. I can't remember. Nah. Uh, in this, you've got the Tinkerer. You've got um. You've got uh Vulture, 
And Fisk makes an appearance a couple of times. Oh, Rhino. Rhino. Isn't um, the Prowler in it as well? Yeah, but he's not really a villain. Yeah. Yeah, if, you know, if you've seen Into the Spider-Verse, you know the relationship between the Prowler and and Miles. It's pretty much the same here. Actually, in a nice gag, the Prowler gets his hand stuck to something by Spider-Man, and Spider-Man just walks off, and the Prowler's like, ah, oh, damn it. Again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't leave me here. I've got ice cream in the... <laughs> Miles, I'm not going to make it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Why are you doing that scary voice? I'm not doing a scary voice. This is my normal voice. So like you're trying to be all intimidating and stuff. So like, I am intimidating. I hope they bring him back in the third one. Hey. Oh, Don Glover. Don Glover, yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's just a shame that he didn't get to play Spider-Man. He would have been a good Miles Morales. Yeah, but he's like 40. He's 35. He's old as dicks. Miles yeah, Morales has to man. be like younger than Peter Parker. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, but yeah, anyway, Miles Morales. Um, good game. Good game. I don't think it's necessary to upgrade your console to play this. I think that it'd be fun even if you haven't. Um, and if you're really a big fan of Spider-Man, just go for it. Like, I'm guessing you can get like, cause they probably do like an ultimate, like, you know, like they do an upgrade where you own something you can There's the ultimate edition of Spider-Man on PS4 that has the Mars Morales and the original in a pack on PS4 gives you the upgrade for the PS5 version but if you have the regular version of Spider-Man on PS4 the one that came out two years ago you don't get the upgrade even if you got you have to buy the upgrade separately even if your buddy bought you the complete DLC pack you don't get the upgrade what a fucking you have to pay for the face what a cunt Um, but no it's fine it's fine that's how these that's how Sony does shit isn't it it's always as awkward as balls yeah but I've heard um was it? I was being told the other day, um, Under the Moons went to download um, No Man's Sky on his PS5, because you get a free upgrade with that. Yeah. Um, but the PS5 defaults to letting you download the PS4 version of the game. Yeah, you have to look. Yeah, you have to actually select the PS5 version. Because yeah. it brings up all your games in the menu, including stuff that's just disc. It doesn't just bring up your download ones that you bought from the store. So when you bring up your library, it'll show you all the games you put a disc in on PS4. Mm. And you go to let No Man's Sky, and it automatically downloads the PS4 version, which is just like backwards. And there was that guy earlier today, I don't know if you saw Digital, he was complaining, no, Digital Foundry, you lied about all this stuff in friggin' uh, this graphics mode in PS, in friggin', what was it? Colin McRae Dirt Rally whatever yeah, it was Dirt 5 yeah. um, and it turned out he wasn't running the thing in the right mode it also turned out he, was, he put he put a video up of him doing it he was playing the PS5 version and Codemasters like, that's the PS4 version you fool you downloaded mm. the wrong version <laughs> it's so fucking backwards isn't it but my Xbox you plug a Xbox One disc into the Series X and it just downloads the Series X version straight away yeah I've seen other shit as well like Series X says you connect to the internet and there's an app you can you can just download the app and transfer mm. all your saves like, literally no hassle. And I think the problem is that PlayStation, their online stuff was always sort of lagging behind Xbox. They caught up a fair bit with PS4, but it's yeah. still just... I mean, it's not as bad as Switch, but... No. Forget God. Switch. Yeah. You just they had to release an app so you can transfer your island on Animal Crossing this week. Yep. Yeah. That would have been handy when I switched my Switch three built times into ago. the game? I know. Well, you remember their <laughs> excuse was, don't you? That they thought each Switch owner would want to have his own island that's linked to their Switch. And it's like, no one wanted that. Absolutely no one wanted that. What about people that had multiple Switches? And they're like, nah, you don't want multiple Switches. GameCube version, you just plugged your GameCube into a different GameCube. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. All right, that's the... Oh, Miles Morales. Um, Yeah, I'm going to give it a Helen Mirren. It's not perfect. I really enjoyed Spider-Man. No, she's not. It's not perfect. She's a bit I, cool Madam Web, though. <laughs> it's not perfect. I wish it was a little bit longer. I wish that, you know, there was a little bit more to it for the cost. I wish it was it. a little bit taller. I wish it was a baller. I wish it had a 
Get all the look good, I would call her. Yeah. Wish I had a rabbit and a hat and a cat. The six foot Impala. Or a yes. 64 Impala. 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 Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I wish there was just a bit too, more to it. Like a little bit more effort on behalf of Insomniac for, and Sony would have been nice. But I, I do think that this was slightly rushed. The bugs mm. are a bit... They're a bit weird. I've seen other people have like super catastrophic shit happen to their games. Yeah, I saw Mine, a guy swinging around as a house. Yeah. Mine, <laughs> the only things that I had were there was one instance of slowdown that happened out of the blue. Nothing was going on. I was just web swinging through the city and it just went to like 20 frames per second for a second. Oh, that's because you crossed path the path of um, the Neo. S- slower? No, path of Neo. No, you're talking about the turtle, which is a Flash villain. Don't you start. Yeah, there's a different one, Spider-Man. He's oh, yeah, the Kang. The, s- is it slower. Kang or Kong or Kang? No, um, he's called sl- the Slower, and he's a part. he got bit by a sloth. Yeah, I had that, and then I had one other one where um, I came out of the train station, I was just ahead. Yeah. Which I think a few people have had, where it's just Miles' head and his shoulders, but it's like his bare shoulders, so they must, they must um, render... His neck and his shoulders, and then the costume over the neck. Yeah, it was like a tether point or something. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the only two that I've had. Um, it's for the scene where he shows a bit of shoulder. Oh right, the sexy yeah. scene. Um, yeah, boss fights are a bit weaker in this one compared to the original Spider-Man. But other than that, you know, fine. Just should be cheaper. It will be eventually. Yeah. Uh. It's your fault for being impatient. You could have spent five hundred pound on a PS5 and then got it. It's cheaper than buying a PS5 in Spider-Man. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Well, PS4 Pro runs are okay. Yeah. I think that's the thing, is that I'm I'm constantly trying to... I want to play... Like I said, Bloodborne's not going to get a patch yet. It's not going to get a patch for a while. It's I've not going to get a patch. It will get a patch. I've got Watch Dogs to play. I've got No Man's Sky for 4K and all the other shit that I've got that I can play once I get a PS5. Because all the patches and stuff will be released. Also, apparently No Man's Sky, you can transfer your progress and stuff as well, probably. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah which is going to be good. Um... But yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to giving Watch Dogs a go. I had a lot of problems with the first Watch Dogs and never played the second one, so I might see. I've got the second one here, still sealed. Never opened it. Oh, can I borrow it? Maybe, but it'd have to be unsealed. Just play Watch Dogs Legion. It's better. Is it? Yeah, probably. I've heard Watch Dogs Two is better. Yeah. Um. Oh well, I'll, I'll play Legion. I don't give a fuck. Um. But yeah, yeah. Other than that, there's oh, not much else. You done? Yeah, I'm done. God, Jesus. Yeah, I'm done. Right, say goodbye. What? Dude, so Moon's got a PlayStation 5? Yeah. Let's go rob him. Maybe, yeah, we could do, but it's really big. Yeah, not that big. It would take two of us to carry it all the way hey, back. You've, you've forgotten how big my old gaming laptop was. <laughs> to be like, to me, to you. Nah, nah, that's a good workout. Let's go I'll do crunches. I'll do crunches whilst I... That's not that fucking far away. Yeah, but it's Kent. Alright, don't be such a Kent. Uh, okay. Farage lives. <laughs> Who? Nigel Farage lives there, doesn't no, That's he? where our new car park's going to be. Is it? Oh yeah, new, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Lorry, Lorry Park. Yeah, in the cunt countryside. Yeah, hmm. you mean Kent countryside? Cunt countryside. Oh, as right. Trevor McDonald famously called it on TV <laughs> once. <laughs> Didn't uh, Nigel Nigel Hunt get called a cunt as well? Once he was like, "Well, we're passing over to Nigel Cunt." I mean, no, it was Jeremy Cunt. Hmm. <laughs> Jeremy Hunt. Yeah. Anyway, have a nice evening, everyone. As always, you can find out at LV fifty four Space Monkey on Twitter. You can also find Don't him me. as Mellow Gaming on YouTube, and also. Reacting Senpai Yoppa Ranger. Senpai. Reacting Senpai. No, Sentai Yoppa Ranger on YouTube. Both the most popular of their two consecutive brands of YouTube channel. One exclusively talking about porn starring people dressed as Power Rangers. The other, Mellow Gaming. It's 
as it does sound on the tin. I'm in a video that you did. When is that going up? Probably in two weeks. Oh, cool. I'm in a video in two weeks in mm. which I beat everyone at Mario Party. No, you lost. Beat everyone at Mario Party. We'll see about that. Um, and then Mario Kart. <clears throat> and like go to their houses and bang all their mums. Say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Oh, you find me at Critical Clips on YouTube and Twitter. <laughs> Bye. Bye, everyone. Oh, I saved some pigeons.